<clears throat> I think I got three way, three quarters of the way through the call with Neil too. Yeah, that's whenever I do a call with him, it's obviously very specific. Yeah. I mean, it gets that it gets down into the the legal realm or what what Bill works yeah. best at. Yeah. And and it is down in there. It's it's very uh Yeah. But really what I like is I like to look at it this way. <clears throat> I I bring more of a philosophical um Yeah edged to it where he's bringing he's finding that philosophy in 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 the words in the documents and he's re, mm-hmm. and he's proving it he's proving that philosophy yeah that's Absolutely. what he's really doing yeah mm-hmm. yeah well the two things that caught me were the right to bear arms and the uh contemplate your navel <clears throat> what um what did you see in the right to bear arms what was it that you saw well, I just thought it was interesting what he said, the definition, that he, the way he looked at it. And, uh, I mean, it is an arm, you know, so a phantom <clears throat> limb, so you could go down that road. So I just thought that was really interesting. And, if, and I didn't if have time you, to research it or anything. But if, if you allow your personal sovereignty to become part of a collective sovereignty... So yeah. they call it a clip, clipped, clipped sovereignty, clipped. Yep. Like yep. like amputated, like amputated. Right. Now, when you when you see movies where the right arm or right hand has been cut off, or it's um, been made dirty. Yeah. I mean, there's movies like The Game, which is one of my favorite movies, but. But when he's trying to pull her, this gal, out of the elevator, his right hand had got all greasy. In other mm-hmm. words, it was dirty. It was soiled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he had no clean hand. Uh-huh. So he reached down with his left hand, which was, which, but left hand means sinister. Right. So, so he pulled her up with his sinister side. Right. Left Left side is sinister. Right. <clears throat> again, again, this is all heraldry. And when you realize right. that from, from your perspective, I'm standing right now looking out my window. Uh-huh. For me looking out there, out there from inside my head, inside my mind, inside my existence. When I'm looking out there, my right hand is my right hand. Uh-huh. So from me, from me, originally, originating with me, the spiritual man, the living man, originating mm-hmm. with me. My right hand is my right hand. Yeah. But if you're facing me, my right hand from your perspective is, my, is the left side. Yeah. So the, the viewer, <clears throat> or the mirror image, but the viewer, when they're looking at you, when they're facing you, your right side is, is filled with God. It's filled with the Spirit. So your mm-hmm. right hand, the living being, is the authority. Yeah. That's called Dexter. Yes. So from my perspective, what I'm showing you with my right hand, you're looking at a left, you're looking at, you're receiving it on the, from the left. Yeah. You're looking at me like, 
that's the left side. The, that's the left side of your perspective. Yes. That's why they call things stage right and stage left, because mm-hmm. it's, from the, it's, it, 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 it's from perspective. Are the actors yeah. doing it up there? What side is it to them? Well, it's stage right or stage left. But what about the people in the audience looking? Mm-hmm. It's not that it's the opposite. opposite. Mm-hmm. Well, from, from the living position, from life, which is where the breath of God and God exists, that's you for wherever you are. I'm walking across the living room right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm traversing the living room. I'm, now I'm over here in the dining room. Wherever I yep. am, coordinate-wise, in, ti- in time and space is where God is located. Yeah. This, this, the breath, the spirit, is inside my biology, so I'm walking across everywhere I am. In, I'm talking space-time coordinates. God is with me. Yep. But if I look in the mirror, I'm standing five feet from the mirror, God is inside me, but in the mirror, there is no breath. In the image, sure. there is no breath. In the representation, mm-hmm. there is no breath. So mm-hmm. everybody that's claiming, you know, the image of God is devoid of breath. Yep. Devoid of God. Yep. And that's the sinister position. Sinister yep. is looking back at you. Yep. The image. That's sinister. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, sinister is illegitimate. Yes. It's, it's the one without the clean hands. Mm-hmm. And clean hands doctrine is, is you, you can't be taken seriously if you're, if you're soiled. I mean, when they say you soiled yourself, you shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you can't be taken seriously if you shit yourself. <laughs> also, when you shit yourself, what else, have, what, what else is it? I mean, you, only when you're extremely scared. Yes. Or you're a coward, would you shit yourself? Now you're talking yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow is the, co- the color of coward- uh, cowardness. Yeah. It's also the color of what? What else yellow. is yellow the color of? Yellow what is fever. It? Yellow fever. Well, but what is it? What, what, is, what is the color yellow used on a flag? What is it called? Quarantine. Um, yeah, quarantine, yeah. Sorry. So the quarantine flag is yellow. Mm-hmm. And the only people that are flying the quarantine flag or, or adopting the letter Q, which also means quarantine, are cowards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, in your country, do you want anybody on your team that's a coward? No. No. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? The United States learned a long time ago that the, that the only way it can be undermined, life itself, the Declaration of Independence means I will be responsible for myself. But they also know that the only way the self will be undermined is by people, by cowards, turncoats, mm-hmm. people that will go against that for yeah. gain. Yeah. And so that's the backstabbing. That's the people that will actually look at you and, and say something to your face and then turn around and do everything the opposite. Yeah. Do you want them in your country? No. So what they did is the peace that Rome was claiming, the fito maternal human creature that Rome had claimed since Unum Sanctum, the afterbirth, 
Mm-hmm. What they did is they put the afterbirth on a boat out in the harbor. They wouldn't let the afterbirth into the country because it represents Rome. Right. So if they allowed the afterbirth into the country, that character, that which is now the birth certificated character, but that character undermines the country itself. Yeah. It starts to extract all the extract all the energy, all the wealth, and everything, and hands it back to Rome. And they did it. Yeah. They, they, they got all that to happen in the Civil War, and then by 1933, they ended up creating certificates that evidenced your, your co- communal or community or communistic tendencies. So when you claim a birth certificated character, everything goes back to Venus or yep. Rome. Yep. They did it. They, they found a way to undermine God. Yeah, they did. And now all your energy, the spiritual man, the spirit-filled man, all the energy of that man who's claiming the birth certificated character, it all goes back to Rome. Yeah. Which is why in the late eight, or the mid-1800s, they made Mary, the Virgin Mary, the patroness of the United States. Right. Because Mary, the Virgin Mary, is ultimately the one that is what? Supporting all of the fetal maternal children, the child. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. How did I get there that fast? <laughs> <laughs> what I really wanted to do was when, when, when Sandra talked about trafficking, mm-hmm. they're not, I, I, God damn it, I can't stand when people are going to misunderstand what I'm about to say because I know there are really bad people in the world. There are bad people. And they do yeah. take advantage of children and they do nasty things with other people. Right. But when they talk about child trafficking, they're not talking about the baby. What they're doing is they're talking about the fetal property that has been amputated from the baby that gives rise to a birth certificated character. That birth certificated child is what's being trafficked. Yes. That's, that, that child works within the space interstate between the unborn yep. and the born. Yep. That's interstate traffic. Yep. And it's all fiction. Mm-hmm. It's all fiction. If I'm still using that biology right now, which I am, then there's no chance that that fiction can exist simultaneously. Because if, if I'm using it, then I never abandon it. If it's never been abandoned, it can never be discovered or found by anybody else. The yep. state cannot actually have my biology. The state cannot actually have my biology. It cannot no. give rise to a, a, a state child. And if it doesn't give rise to a state child, then my property cannot be held in trust. That's right. And if there's no trust, which is basically the arc, the arc, my arc, my, my biological arc, the zygotic early fetal, the fetal property that they placed on deposit as the principal. If there is no principal deposit, there is no trust. There is no trust to raid. There is no ark to raid. Raiders of the Lost Ark is exactly what the Bar, bar Association is doing. They're raiding yeah. your inheritance. Yeah. Yep. But it can't happen if you're here. Yeah. And the only way you can evidence that is breath. And that's why I was even adamant yesterday about saying, listen, I mean, I, I, I wrote something that breath The voice can only be heard because of the breath. Yep. Let's, 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 let me say this, and, and that'll, be, that'll be the end of this 
whatever this is. <laughs> a living man breathes. And the breath, the spirit, is what gives life to the body. But it also is considered God. Yeah. Breath and spirit are one and the same thing. So the spiritual man is the man that's breathing. If there is no breath, there's no breath to go across the vocal cords. The vocal cords which you control. Mm -hmm. Your voice is controlled by your will. Yes. When you learn how to speak, it's because you're actually learning how to adjust the vocal cords as the air passes over those cords. And then the sound out of your mouth. That, that form words, I can understand. Now we're communicating through the breath, mm-hmm. through the voice. Yep. But if there's no breath, there's no voice. Does a birth nope. certificated child, a piece of paper, an XY axis, flat earth, birth certificated child on paper, does it breathe? No, sir. If there's no breath, does it have a voice? No, it can't. So happy birthday decedent to state yeah. now that i know you can't speak you need to have somebody speak for you a regent yep. mm-hmm. a guardian yep and that's what they did they created agency to speak for that yep. child yep so you have a principle on deposit which is your biology and then there's a birth then there's a, a, a juridical person agency over that estate but there's no life <laughs> There's no life Mm-mm. in that realm. It's all fiction. Yep. It's so <laughs> it's so clear and simple, really. At this point. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it only took us how many years to get here? <laughs> Early. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 sad, Linda. And and what's beautiful though is that once people start letting go of the nonsense. By the way, what's interesting about this going about it this way is you actually get God in your life. You mm-hmm. you you now get the grace of God and life itself back by eliminating the fictitious nonsense, the false narratives that only a child could believe. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, when I was a child, I spake as a child. When you start listening or really looking at the Bible, the Bible isn't even the problem either because it, it can go either way. Either it can, you, you can see the light of truth in it or you're going to be deceived mm-hmm. by those that, that are trying to control your, your spirit, your, your, yeah. your breath, your life. Yeah. Through a middleman. Yep. A middleman that's created through the cut. So when they again, when they take your biology, your early, earliest original biology, and deposit as the principal into into some global public trust, and then give you agency. Well, by the way, the beneficiary to that trust is not you. <laughs> the beneficiary of the trust is the is the third person. The third party, third person, tertium quid, feto maternal, placental yeah. character. That's not you yeah. either. No. Uh-uh. It's a it that 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 composition of matter, which is patentable at 35 USC 101 as a composition of matter, 
fetal property plus mom's property equals placenta, and the placenta gets a birth certificate, and the birth certificated character, first, middle, last, that is the title to the patentable character. Yeah. That's found where? On the Gregorian calendar, in the Gregorian calendar mm-hmm. timeline. So you're mm-hmm. never even on your own time. Mm-mm. Nope. You're lost in time and space. Yep. So true. Whew. And it's it's so true that it's unbelievable. <laughs> In that I have to you have to give up everything you think you know, really. Except what's true of nature. I mean, it's such a deep letting go, really. The neat thing is, is that when you actually know the truth, all the way down, I mean, we're talking first in time, zygote. Mm -hmm. The zygote's Mm -hmm. the first in time of you. Mm-hmm. And first in time overrides everything. It supersedes everything. Before the zygote, you didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't exist, you cannot be held responsible for anything before you. Nothing. Unless yeah. you take on, or unless there's a novation where a debt or some, something is passed from one to the next. Mm-hmm. But that, even that's only fictitious because I wasn't here. I was never a yeah. slave owner. No. I was never a slave. Uh-uh. Nope. I don't care about the Egyptians. I don't care what's going on in some biblical Mideastern narrative. Right now, reality. All of those fictions, all of that nonsense, all of that hate is all fictitious. And, mm-hmm. But it's the people believing the fiction. Oh man, we've been at each other. We we've been at each other's throats for hundreds and thousands of years. Why? Why? Yeah. Adam Smith, whether he actually existed or not, um, wrote a book, and he spoke in that book about the invisible hand, and that book was called The Wealth of Nations. But the invisible hand was supposed to be a commercial, a commercial bridge where peoples of all belief systems were able to come together. So let's just say you have uh, an Italian artist that paints beautiful paintings. Mm-hmm. And you have an Irish potato farmer who, who, who raises the best potatoes in the world. Mm-hmm. And you have, I can, let's say I name five different communities, five different ethnicities, and they all show up at this marketplace with all Mm -hmm. of their wares. Mm -hmm. And when they're at the marketplace, they don't, they're just there to trade. Mm -hmm. The French bread maker is trading his bread for some of the potatoes and a new painting for his house. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't care what the belief systems are of these people that brought their, their product. 
He just mm-hmm. wants the best product. So he overlooks right. or doesn't even think about their religions, right. their belief systems, and that's the invisible hand of commerce. Yeah. Where everybody gets together yeah. and just says, listen, I just want the best bread. I want the best yeah. mechanic. I want the greatest artist. I want the best potatoes. And right. they're, they're willing to overlook everything to get the best. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the idea yeah. of the invisible hand. Yeah. That that character would overlook all of this nonsensical hate mm-hmm. and just trade with their neighbor because that's what they're there to do. I'm not going to kill the guy across the street from me because he has the best potatoes, at least today. But when I go to church and I'm told to hate the guy across the street, I'll hate him. Yeah. When I pick up my book, the Koran, and it tells me to kill somebody because they are something different from me, I'll kill them. Now I'll have to find a new potato farmer. I'm going to have to find a new artist. I I just killed the, the bread maker. So I'm yeah. going to have to find another bread maker because my belief system on, on every other day, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm at war gotta, with all these um, people until I want something from them. I'm at war with them until I, I, I want something from them. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah, invisible so. hand of commerce. Well, that's what they did, Linda. They created a commercial value that is supposed to go past or go beyond belief systems. But then they control that character. But they manipulated it. They didn't. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. I mean, the natural commerce can work, but but not the way they've created it. They created a position that they could control 100%. The United Nations has a character that just cogens material. That is, it it allows them to arbitrate everything. Mm -hmm. But that's the cut material. That's the measure that was cut off of you. And Mm -hmm. that measure is what is supposed to keep the peace between all these different people. So they're pretending that they have the ability to force peace, force, peace upon the rest of the world. Force, peace. That's, it's an oxymoron, but that's what they think. That through this peace measure, comes. through this Just Cogent's measure, we can force these people at the point of a gun to be peaceful. Right. Yeah. War is peace, right? Right. Of course, the war that they're talking about is the cut over a particular right. end. Exactly. So they're saying war is peace, and what they did is they cut a piece of you off, which is an act of war, an act of violence, But the war actually is a commercial war based upon the seeking or trading across that member. Yep. That particular end. By definition. Mm -hmm. So they're able to commercially control all of this stuff with really without your consent. Mm Mm-hmm. How can you consent to something you don't even know exists? How can you consent? Remember that even the Godfather in the Godfather movie, I mean, he said, I want you to make what? I want you to make him an offer he cannot refuse. He can't refuse. And the only offer you can't refuse is one you don't know about. The, an offer you don't know that has been made. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
Nobody knows that the birthday is an offer to manage. Yep. Mm-hmm. The service. What do you think the real motivation of, I mean, okay, so Adam Smith, whoever that guy was, wrote The League of Nations, this unseen hand. Do you think it involves? No, The Wealth of Nations. The Wealth of Nations. I'm sorry, The Wealth of Nations, um, that it was, I mean, it seems to me that it was never benevolent. I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I don't know. If I, I, if I read it again, if I read it again and looked at it with this set of eyes, because I'll be honest with you, I haven't read it since probably 2010. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't read it at all. So. It, it's on my reading list again. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather keep going right now with what I'm doing, but it is on my mm-hmm. reading list again. Mm-hmm. Now, the theory is great. Yeah. The idea that people come together in a bazaar, in a in a marketplace, and work with each other, you know. But the idea is that there, you have to use this character, this ID, this id entity, this infant, this infant entity, in order to do so. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, again, the best laid plans. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. it's possible guys dreamed this shit up, and we're really mm-hmm. hoping it would work. Mm-hmm. But if a bad guy gets a hold of the system, he can turn it upside down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, we're experiencing yeah. some really nasty stuff in our lifetime right now. I mean, the fact that the FAA denies planes even in the air that are spraying all these particulates, they deny they're even there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the highest mm-hmm. level of gaslighting possible. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from the gov- from that government. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I can see um, um, I mean, it's like, you know, once you start telling lies, it's hard to stop right in a way right, right. so so I'm not saying that now isn't um, definitely that, but I guess there's part of me that. Um, wants to believe that um, the original intent wasn't um, so nefarious. I don't know how it, I can't imagine people like that exist, Linda. Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean I really can't. I can't exist. I can't even in in my wildest dreams believe that there are people that want to kill at this level, that want to harm at this level, that want to control at this level. I can't believe they exist. Yeah. And I can't believe we're dumb enough on a global scale to believe it, to not see it. Yeah. That's why all I talk about is truth. Yeah. Uh, All the way down. And then you know what? I don't know anything else. I don't – it doesn't matter – your business is none of my business. The, the, the state's business is none of my business. The public's business mm-hmm. is none of my business. I, you know what? I can't stop it. I mm-hmm. honestly can't stop it because the court of public opinion is so dumbed down. Mm-hmm. 
The court of public opinion is so stupid. That, and I'm not even going to use the word naive. I'm talking stupid. When I see a bunch of men dancing around, you know, to, to rap music, mm-hmm. when I see the shit that I see on Facebook, seriously, Everything I'm witness to right now is so damn childish that it's hard for me. Well, I already know that's the total collapse of, the, of that realm because it can't support itself when, that, when the level, when the intellectual level is so low yeah. and the level of dependency is so high. Yeah. It's got, it, it, it can't exist. It, it has to implode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see any other way either. But I do know that, I mean, I've known people who've been victims of really twisted minds. Yes. And I've known, I have had personal interaction with a psychopath in a small town I lived in. (laughs) They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But but even psychopaths, Linda, I mean, that, that mental illness, Mm-hmm. Um, think about it when, when an animal's cornered and there's a lot of ways to corner an animal when you don't give an animal an out yeah. you know or, or when you take everything away from even somebody that is healthy yeah. to where there's nothing for them and they want to they, they can't get an, an apple for their family they can get no food for their family you're yeah. actually setting the stage for that man or woman to do something they would never do to feed their family. Yeah, but that's not the same as a as what I'm talking about. I'm well, talking I, it about is. Something. It is the same. I'm talking about people that are so disturbed. I'm talking all the way down where their parents were disturbed, and 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 all it does is keep getting worse over time. It doesn't matter. I'm not even talking just narcissism. I'm talking about severe mental illness where you got a guy carving up somebody's organ in Milwaukee and eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Sociopaths, psychopaths, that's a breeding. That can be bred into you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's not a one-off. I mean, there's, there's so many of these people out there now where they actually believe that they're entitled to your time, your life, your liver. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And some of them are in the highest offices in the world. I know. I have a friend whose partner is one of those. I mean, she's high enough up in the system that she has is on national boards, and she disdains and thinks, you know, and even in small towns I've met people who did really stupid things because they thought they were superior and knew better instead of letting cooperation happen, you know? Well, Linda, let's, I'm going to say this, and, and it's, it's going to come off wrong in most people's brains, but I am superior and I do know better. Yes, but I'm not. But, gonna, but I'm not, not going to force any. 
I'm not going to force anything at the at the at the a knife point or a gun the, at the end of a barrel of a gun telling you what you have to do, which is what these people do when they're in these official capacities. Right, but I mean, you wouldn't if you lived in a small town, and um, you had there was a building that you thought should be re- preserved. You wouldn't go to the county and try to make a law to prevent them from doing that. If you thought the building needed to be preserved and you wanted to do something about it, you'd go talk to the person and do something about it, right? You would figure out a way, if, you, if it was so important to you, you would figure out a way to do it. Yeah, exactly. But, but, you, you, wouldn't, wouldn't go... but you wouldn't steal money and blood from the, from the community to do it. Right, yeah, and make, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And then not, not understanding why that person took it into their own hands to do, to take care of themselves and their situation, you know. That's why I. That's why I don't care what happens anymore. Yeah. What I mean by that is I don't care what this what happens in that world because. Yeah. Everybody thinks that a they should be taken care of that they're entitled to other yeah. people's things, other people's time, other people's blood uh, to take care of them. Yeah. And and you're talking about somebody that thought, okay, this 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 old building should be saved at the expense of everyone else. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like me. I, I grew up in a house, I, I really... I mean, I had a great childhood, which is probably why I'm such an optimist. I know it doesn't sound like that all the time, but I am an extreme optimist, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and this stuff in my head is, is one moment from ending and becoming beautiful. In one moment. Yeah. If I everybody agree. woke up at one, at, right now, if everybody woke up, chemtrails would end today. Yep. yep. Fluoride in the water would, would end today. GMO mm-hmm. foods would end today. If everybody woke up right now to the truth... All that nasty shit that's being done to us would end today. Yep. All the fast food places that don't even offer food anymore or nutrition or nutrition would end today. Nobody would ever go through the fucking drive-through again. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am too. You know, um, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. But in but in in Lord of the Flies, when you have a bunch of children running the show, then you get the childish things that are happening in this world happening. Yeah. yeah. Never Neverland, Peter Pan, all that stuff where children state created children, not biological children. Creatures of the state are being taken care of where the living being is being sacrificed. And that's what well, we're talking about here. That's, that's what we were talking about yesterday. Right. Well, and if, if that place of trading was living people instead of infants who have to be taken care of, um, it wouldn't Com- matter. Commercial, what- commercial infants. Fictitious infants. infants. Fictitious infants. Right. But they they wouldn't be um, 
they wouldn't be fighting with each other. They'd be appreciating the person who could, you know, had the skill to cook that amazing bread or, you know, make that amazing food and, you know. Because they would be able to look into their eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And see themselves. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's where love thy neighbor as thyself comes into play, where you actually recognize your neighbor as thyself. And that, yeah. But you can only do that when you're looking in their eyes. These commercial characters are monsters. Yeah. Yep. And legislatures around the world and all of these nonsensical organizations that have popped up that, that only cater to these commercial characters, these corporations yep. that, that use the commercial character to their advantage, contrary to nature. Yep. They're all a trespass. Absolutely. Upon nature. Yep. Upon nature. But nobody wants nature anymore, Linda. They want to pretend. Yeah. They want to pretend that they're more than they are. Hey, I said I'm a girl, so I'm a girl. I said I'm a boy, so I'm a boy. I don't need truth. It has no place anymore. I can make shit up as I go, and I have the, the legislature to back me. I have governments to back me. I get to go yeah. into a girl's bathroom because I say I'm a girl. Tomorrow yeah. I might change my mind. I, I'm going to decide to join the YMCA and, and, and decide that I, I'm going to go into the girls' locker room because today I'm a girl. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll be a man again. But today, mm-hmm. see, that's the, that's the sickness. That's the mental illness that people are buying into. I know. Just... Because they want something that they can't have in reality. Yeah. And because there's no men anymore, because all the men have chosen to become boys through the birth certificated character, they're legal infants that have no legal capacity anywhere, which is a form of castration, by the way. There aren't any men. But Kurt, look at all the guys with giant muscles and tattoos. They're all over the place with their shaved heads. They should be able to protect us. Nope. No. They're worse than anybody else because they think they can do something. And they're going to start yeah. or instigate things. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be the ones that are creating the problems, actually. Because they're going to get so angry. Team. They're going to get so angry at their impotence. Well, their dog won't stay on a leash. They don't have no, control. No, 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 be careful, be careful. No. No? No. Well, they're... You're using a metaphor when the metaphor shouldn't even exist. Yeah. You're using the metaphor against somebody that is angry because something is untrue that they can't, they have yet to figure out. I use dog Mm -hmm. on a leash for somebody that is awakened not to punish. Yeah. No, when, I I have my, when I have my animal on a leash, it's because I know I can't do that. I can't do what I want to do anytime I want to do it. That's just consciousness. Yeah. But you're talking about somebody getting, some, somebody getting punished because they're unconscious. Well, that's, yeah. what they, that's the system we have now. Yeah. So yeah. The, the shaved head, tattooed muscle man that doesn't understand what's going on, that goes out there and does something to, to create the problem. He doesn't know. 
Yeah. That his dog is his birth certificated dog is off the leash, and so by by him not knowing. I only use that metaphor just to, to let people know that the cut, by the cutting of the umbilical cord, it creates an animal separate from consciousness. Yeah. But if there's no cut, there's no leash. There's no dog at all. Yeah. So, so being awakened fully means there's no leash, there's no dog, there's no statute, there's no statute at large, there's nothing True. For, for, for this guy to do wrong. Now... If there was no statute, if there was no birth certificated person, now the shaved head tattooed muscle man could go out there and protect his family. Yes, that is true. Even angry. He could do whatever, mm-hmm. do whatever the hell you have to do because self-preservation in nature is number one. You're just yeah. trying to survive. You're trying to keep yourself alive in a system that's, that wants you dead. So how do you think... Um well, I know, I don't know, it's just, it just seems like there's such a small base of how if they could just, people like that could just see a little bit, you know, if their eyes could be open, that it would just change everything in their lives so much. It's happening. You know, that yeah. I mean, it is actually happening. Remember, you and I were the only two ever talking about this for years. <laughs> That's true. That and true. now there's people all over the place starting to wake up. Now, get, don't get me wrong. I mean, it gets exciting at first, and then people get derailed again. They get they they get lost because they they think they know what I'm talking about, but they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is too simple. But people keep adding mm-hmm. their bullshit, their color to it, their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you know the truth, remember the truth doesn't. There is no belief in truth. Mm-hmm. No. Even when I said shaved head, tattooed muscle man, I stereotyped. <laughs> I, I stereotyped the guy that thinks he's a warrior. Mm-hmm. With, but, but with no level, no capacity to protect. Right. Again, I use, I mean, that stereotype, that's a stereotype in my head that I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of men because we're so stupid. Don't get me started on women. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's right now um, believing in absolute nonsense. And I say everybody because numerically or there's not enough people um, awake to, yeah. to be significant there's not enough numbers of awakened people. If you yeah. use the word woke, you're not awakened. You're the opposite. No. Yeah, absolutely. Woke is the opposite of being awakened. By the way, I see all kinds of people using the word awakened, and they have no idea what it means to be awakened. Hmm. None, zero. No. So there's, it's not a long way to go. 
I mean, truth is right here, right now, and it can only be accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to go anywhere. So no. freedom, everything about it, freedom and responsibility are one and the same, by the way, because to be free of the constraints is to be 100% responsible for the self. Mm-hmm. I actually have a weird... Um, admiration for people that are are have worked outside of the corporate system, the structure. I have a weird admiration. Some people would call it criminal. What I mean by that is people that have tried to do business. I'm not talking about um, you know, nasty shit, mm-hmm. you know, prostitution and all that stuff. But again, even a, if a prostitute is having sex for money mm-hmm. or, or, or selling their body for money by choice, mm-hmm. who, who's, where's the harm? There isn't any. There isn't any. What happens if you go to and work at a machine shop that you hate going to your whole life. Are you not selling your body there? Yep, absolutely. I mean, is that not a form of prostitution? If you're selling your body, if you're selling your body, again, and when I, I'm talking about doing something you don't want to be doing mm-hmm. for money with your body. Yep, yep absolutely. Isn't, isn't that, isn't, wouldn't that almost be the definition of prostitution? But what happens if a prostitute is actually, what if she has more of a, a sexual addiction. Well, of course, all addiction is bad. What I'm getting at is, what if you enjoy what you're doing? Is it ever mm-hmm. prostitution if you're enjoying it? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, this is a moral. This is a moral label. But yep. but to me, prostitution would be selling your body, selling it. Yeah. Because you need the money, or because you you're just just chasing money, and ultimately that would be the lowest because going to a machine shop job that you hate all your life, wasting your life, selling your body, your labor, uh, because you need the money, your time. One go around on the planet. This is your one life. And, and they have created a system where you can all, you have to go through their conduit, their character, their creature in order to do it. So you even have to um, abdicate your own ability to self-govern. You have to take on a birth certificated character in order to prostitute yourself. Yeah. I think that's what this whole system is. I think this is an entire system of prostitution. I do too. Because the birth certificated person forces you to use that character commercially. Yeah. Of course, that character is a child. On paper, it's, it's a record of a child, so the birth certificated child is now in commerce. That would be, as far as I'm concerned, pedophilia. Yeah. yeah. And because of Eden Sonnens, which means things sound the same, mm-hmm. pedophilia, pedophile, a pedophile, a file on a foot. Well... It's spelled differently, but it sounds the same. A mm-hmm. pedophile 
is a file based upon a footprint. Yeah. Well. What file do we know that was always based upon a footprint? The infant file. The, the infant file. On the back so using, of the So using that, that record, that file, that has a social security mm-hmm. number, is that not child trafficking? Yeah. Yep. Who's not guilty of it? Nobody I know. Nobody I know. Everybody's guilty of, of pedophilia, using that child, mm-hmm. for money. Yep. How about this? You, you go home with a man, Linda, or I go home with a woman who's mm-hmm. using that birth certificated character in her life. Mm-hmm. On paper, it's children having sex. Yeah. What I'm getting at is it's all fiction. Mm-hmm. And they're able to label you or make or criminalize anything based upon the birth certificate of Gregorian calendar narrative. Yep. If they don't like what you're doing, you're going to jail. Yep. And that's what's happening in this world. People are waking yep. up to reality, and when, when, when they find out that the Gregorian calendar timeline, the Gregorian calendar story is a false narrative, it's, it's fraud. It, it is actually fraud. Now, they're going to say, yeah. no, it's based on substance. No, it's not. If I'm still using my biology, and my biology is part of the placenta, if I'm using the entirety of my godly estate, if there's still breath in my biology from the beginning, then no piece of me is left behind in the placenta because I'm using the entire biological estate, the godly estate. If I'm using all of the godly estate, no piece of me was left behind in the placenta to form a fetal-maternal composition of matter that's patentable at 35 U.S.C. 101. If it's not patentable, if there's no title, Curtis Richard Kallenbach, to a a patented character born to a Roman Gregorian calendar timeline created by Pope Gregory in 1582, if none of that exists, there's no control mechanism. None. Now I get to go out and sink or swim on my own, yep. to use an admiralty term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sink or swim. Why do, why do I have to be in water? <laughs> why am I in water, sink or swim? I'm walking around in my, dining room, in my living room right now. There is no way to sink or swim. No. Unless I'm in the commercial waters. So, you really think there's a lot of people that even understand this conversation? Um, until their mind turns off, until they get triggered by something. If I say a word that people don't like, I mean, if they are, if they have. A, a, a definition in their head. Mm-hmm. Pedophile. Oh, Kurt, pedophile. Yeah, a file mm-hmm. on a foot. Yeah. The only foot file I've ever known is the footprint on, on, on a card or on a piece of paper that the hospital places when a baby's born. 
yep, that I becomes a, a a pedophile, um, and and that's what people don't get is that pedophile, as in pedophilia, is spelled differently. But because of Eden's son and the things sound the same when they're talking about pedophiles, you think they're talking about one thing, but I know they're talking about the birth certificated record. Yeah, and everybody's guilty of that pedophile. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it doesn't get any worse than this, but it also doesn't get any better. Because if it's this easy, if, if the truth, the light of truth is so bright that all of these cockroaches scurry, all we have to do is keep talking about the truth from fertilization to last breath. That's it. That's all we ever have to talk about. Yep. My, my, my one line from here on out, is going to be, and I'm going to throw the commas in here so people know where I would put the commas. Every unnatural attachment, real, comma, presumed, comma, or otherwise, upon my personal and private godly estate, at any point from fertilization to last breath, is a trespass. It's that simple. really is. If we ever, I mean, did you, have you and I ever actually just talked about trespass? Mm-mm. We've never gotten around to it. <laughs> wow, maybe maybe today's a good day. Yeah. I'm gonna I, now. I'm gonna have to go into the basement. I have to go six feet under <laughs> and go get on and and go get on the computer. Mm-hmm. Trespass is amazing to me. How about, I mean, just thinking of what they call the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven. Our Father, who art in heaven. Well, our implies collective. Mm-hmm. I, my zygote is personal and private. Yes, it is. It's the, I, I'm the offspring of the zygote. I'm not the offspring of my dad. My dad gave me 23 chromosomes, but I am the offspring of the zygote. Again, like the acorn to the oak tree. The mm-hmm. zygote's the acorn, and I'm the oak tree. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about the idea of the Lord's Prayer is our Father who art in heaven is a collective statement for yeah. a community of believers. Yeah. The Lord's Prayer is not my prayer. It's for a community of believers. Yeah. I'm still filled with the Spirit, the breath of God. Now here's what I know about the Father, my Father, the zygote. I'm mm-hmm. still using that biology. Yes. That father zygotic material is not lost is not dead because i'm still breathing life into that biology into that godly estate i'm still breathing life into it Mm -hmm. so at no point is that biology 
ever to be considered a decedent estate. Also, that means that it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go to heaven. Of course, heaven to me is just memory or consciousness or the mind. Mm -hmm. But it's not even in my mind. The truth of the matter is I'm still physically using it mm -hmm. in the present moment. So it's not even, I don't even need memory because I'm still using it. It's not mm -hmm. dead. It's not gone. It's nowhere. It's still present. Yeah. If something is present, do you need a memory? No. If it's present, do you need a memorial? No. No. You're still using it. So the father zygotic estate, the godly estate, the zygote itself from which we all come separately, our own zygote, each and every one of us, mm -hmm. that's the father of each and every one of us, all different fathers. Now, if they mm -hmm. take that material, that zygotic material, the earliest form of my biology, the earliest part of my godly estate, and they cl clamp and cut the umbilical cord, and they separate that material from me and give it a title, first, middle, last, and it dies because it doesn't have any, any oxygen, it doesn't have my breath anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it becomes a decedent estate mm -hmm. that requires a memorial, a, a, a mnemonic, a memory a, a device, yeah. and that's the birth certificate. So they created a memory device, a memorial, that evidences your link to God. Creation. First, mm -hmm. The first in time. Because you have forgotten it, because you keep celebrating a birthday. Yeah. So they're just helping you bridge the gap between here and your, your godly origin. Wow, how nice are they? Yeah, they're so benevolent. <laughs> The point is, is that if you're still using it, you don't need the mnemonic. You don't need the device because you're still using it. Mm -hmm. You don't need a memorial. You're not dead. It does, and, and, and it doesn't matter what they're doing with it. It's all fraud. Yeah. It's, it's a fraud. trick. It's a mm -hmm. trick. Mm -hmm. And they got us to, to agree to it because who doesn't want to celebrate their birthday? I don't even know, you know, at, at 64 now, I don't even know what a birthday is. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I was created at fertilization, which is, there is no way to know that exact moment. Mm -mm. I know we, we use the word fertilization because there's nothing else to use. Mm -hmm. But the moment of fertilization is unknown. But yeah. we know it happened because I'm here. Yeah. That's just deductive reasoning. That's just, yeah, it's just mm -hmm. deductive reasoning. Yeah. It had to happen because I'm here. Right. The moment it happened, I don't know what moment it was, but I do know what day it was. Mm -hmm. What day was it? Today. Today. Yeah. <laughs> it happened today. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only day for the living. Yeah, even, I mean, think about how goofy this is. You know, at the, at, the, at the strike of midnight, there it is, it's still today. Okay, it's about to be, it's about to be 
It's about to. Oh, it uh, it it it's today. Today. Because there is no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Nobody gets it. Nobody understands that at midnight, whoa, it's almost tomorrow. Nope, it's never tomorrow. Because the moment it's 12, 12 minutes and one second, it's today again. It never mm-hmm. goes beyond today for the living. For the living. Mm-hmm. If I breathe my last breath today and my biology does not move in time and space past midnight tonight, now I'm lost to the past. Because 1201, I'm, I'm not there. I'm back here. I'm back here. I now become part of history, the past. Mm-hmm. I, yesterday. Oh, Kurt died yesterday. Kurt yeah. breathed his last yeah. breath yesterday. Now I become part of the past, history. But until yeah. I breathe my last breath as an exhale, I'm in the present. Yeah. Today. So that's why, that's how they they dance around um, the the management of your your property, your your actual product, the things that you work for. What they're doing is they're putting all of that property into a trust, but that trust is all in the past. Yeah. It's on a dated, it's all time stamped and dated into the Gregorian calendar past his story, but it's not true because you're only present. If 20 years ago I dug a hole in your yard to put a swimming pool in, I did it when? When was I digging? Today. Today. Mm -hmm. If you paid me the $1,000 we agreed on, I would still have the $1,000 today. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I? Yeah. What I'm getting at is you paid me today, I have it today. What happens if I use their birth certificated character? Now that that payment and that whatever it is that we used is in his story. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a coin of the realm. They're using Federal Reserve notes in the past in, in, in his story. That's why we don't have any money. Real money, real things, substance exists in the present. But they're using the fiction of the past, the Gregorian calendar past, to hold through trust, through faith, all of our property. Yeah. So when I dug the hole early, when I dug the hole, I dug it today. When you paid me, you paid me today. So if I still had control over everything today, then I would not need a middleman. I wouldn't need somebody to help me get back to my money, to get back to anything. There would be no creditor-debtor system. The only reason there's a creditor and a debtor is because the creditor of the present is dealing with a fictitious debtor in the past who's using your energy in advance. If you're in the present and, you're, and your birth certificated character is in the past, well, that character is using your energy in advance, which means you're extending credit back to that character. You're the creditor extending your energy back, backwards to that character. 
So the birth certificated character is getting an, an extension of your credit. Mm-hmm. But what if it's, you're one uh, and the same? What if what if you get rid of that that duality? What if there is no past character? Then there is no creditor debtor system. Mm-mm. And now real money has to be available because yeah. they created this false duality through the cutting of the umbilical to create the past, a decedent past character, mm-hmm. a fictitious character. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what happens when you get rid of it? What happens when you finally get to the truth of the matter? Is, well, it's a trespass. Oh, yeah, everything is a trespass, really. So you got the mayhem of the, the cutting of the umbilical cord, the act of violence, the initial act of violence that is a trespass across your umbilical cord, across your godly estate, literally across, a cross-section, a C-section, um, a vivisection. They're cross-cutting. They're creating the duality through an act of violence. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a pacifist. So what happens without the presumptive duality? Then think about that. So first of all, they physically trespass across your, your biological estate. Mm-hmm. Now, everything after that, everything after your adoption of the birth certificated character, if you actually adopt that character, if you become the sponsor to that character, is there a trespass? If you become a sponsor? If you adopt that character, if you take on the birth certificate and you celebrate no. that birthday every year, is there a trespass? No. Mm-mm. No. Can't be. You donated it. Yeah. You, it's an agreement then. Now, it's, it's like this house. I look around and there's a door there, there's a door over there, there's a back door over there, there's a window there, there's a window back there, there's a window there, there's windows right here. All of them can be opened. Mm-hmm. If I have an open door policy, if, if, if everything I have is part of the public, anybody can walk into this house. Mm-hmm. Realistically, if I don't mm-hmm. understand reality, the birth certificated character is of the public. Mm-hmm. That means this is a public house. That means everything I have is in the public domain. I have no right to privacy ever. They can put cameras in my house. Hell, they have one yep. now, probably on that TV. Yeah, yeah, probably on the phone. Uh, here, I'm, I'm probably yeah. waving. I'm probably waving to somebody right now. Yep, yep, yep. On the phone we're talking on right now, too. But, but there shouldn't be anybody on here because this is a private conversation until, until I post it. Right. But I'm just saying there's a camera 
on your phone? Not, I put a piece of tape over mine. Mm. Yeah. Nobody has a right to look at I know, but the fact that you have to do that is be by assumption that they have the right to do that. It's a presumption that they can look at me anytime they want. They can follow me with their eyes, with their cameras, and mm-hmm. and that's not that presumption is rebutted. Yeah, I'm private. I'm I'm. Here it is. I'll read it again. Every unnatural mm-hmm. attachment, real, presumed, or otherwise, upon my personal and private godly estate, at any point from fertilization to last breath, is a trespass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've removed all presumptions. I don't want you looking at me. Don't look at me. I can look mm-hmm. at you. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. If your eyes follow me, why do you think, think about this, Linda, why do you think it's all about look at me, look at me, look at me now, where people are wearing the stupidest, stupidest outfits, they're, they're, they're trying to get your attention because they feel so little about themselves, there's so little actual value, personal value, that we need the eyes of others to validate our own existence. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want any, I, you know what? I don't want anybody looking at me. Yeah. I don't, there's no holes that need to be filled in my life. There's nothing missing. Oh, sure. I, I struggle with shit. Yeah. But I value every minute of my existence. I don't need anything from you other than friendship. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the world that I want to live in. I want to live in a world where people aren't vacant. Yeah. Where they're, where they're not feeling so little about themselves that they need external validation. That's mental illness. Yeah. And look around. Everybody. Are, there's, everybody's screaming for attention because they don't exist until somebody validates them with their own eyes. Look at, look at the stupid shit going on, you know, selfies. Hey, I'm eating lunch. Look at me eat lunch. Yeah. Here's a picture of me eating yeah. dinner. I know. Crazy. It's because they don't exist in their own hearts. They don't exist. Yeah. Please, somebody yeah. notice me. Yeah. I don't yeah. need that shit. Hell, I don't even want it. No. Yeah, I mean, it is true, and it, it's like that's one of the things that I see this as a, a spiritual a journey of becoming whole because once I finally learned that the truth of the matter, there was a relaxation in me that I'd never had before and an ability to stand on my own in a way where I was always searching for something before until I understood and put myself back together through knowledge. I think if you really know all the way down your godly origin and you recognize for the first time ever that you're perfect, mm-hmm. you're perfect. Mm-hmm. You're not too short. You're not too tall. You're not too Mm -hmm. fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too Mm -hmm. ugly. You're not too beautiful. You're perfect. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say perfect is because you're the only one of you. You're peerless. There's nobody else that is like you. I don't care. 
about anything. I don't care what the community thinks, your community, any community. I don't care. Even what I think doesn't matter because you're already perfect. Right. Yeah. And what, what's happened is, is we were made to believe that we were sinners, mm-hmm. which, which is at fault. We, we are at fault. We are not good enough ever. Mm-hmm. And because we're not good enough, we're always seeking approval of others. Mm-hmm. We're looking for somebody to validate us. But you know what? If you're already perfect, you don't need any external validation at all. Once you get rid of the need for external validation, you can go on about your business and you can actually do things. I don't, I, I, I've been guilty of this my whole life. I've always th- thought, I mean, I put things mm-hmm. off. Yep, me too. Because I didn't think I had time to do it, to learn it, to, to be good enough. What do others think? But, well, yes, but it was also that there was a, something missing. Presumably. Presumably. But energetically, because, it was cut off from you. I mean, Right, but, but, but the reality is, I got it, and I agree with that. I absolutely agree that when they amputated the extra embryonic material, when they clamped and cut the cord, when they did all that, my entirety felt the loss. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been lost the whole time until yeah. I, I, I recognized the truth of the matter all the way down to the zygote and the time in the womb. And that's probably why when I experienced that, you know, a year ago, that mm-hmm. night or whatever, I think it was a year ago by now, where I experienced re-experienced the time in the womb. Mm-hmm. And I woke up sobbing because it was the most beautiful thing and it made me sad that we, we as supreme beings, um, lost that feeling. And believe me, when I, when I woke up from the womb, from that re-experiencing the womb, I had nothing but love mm-hmm. for the rest of the world. Yeah. But, the, uh, yeah. but it also made me sad because I realized what has happened is by having somebody trespass upon my umbilical cord or separate me from my godly origin and didn't allow the, or, or made it against community standards to walk around, have my mom walk around with the umbilical cord and placenta attached until it fell off on its own. I can't imagine what a world would be like where we are allowed all of that placental blood and all of that energy to go into us as the baby mm-hmm. to be one with ourselves from that moment on yeah. everything we are is all that godly estate and yet somebody's out there violently separating us from god and then saying oh now you got we we're, we offer you the ability to get back to god after we cut you apart yeah thank you so much that's the ultimate Hegelian dialect. It is. It is. We're going to separate you from your origin, and then we're going to, the Bar Association is going to help you get back to your origin. Yeah. I don't, how can those guys or women, how can those people that are acting as attorneys 
not shoot themselves in the head. I don't know. These guys, if anybody should commit suicide, they should. The reason I say that is because they, they have destroyed the world single-handedly. Yep. Yep. By pretending to be needed. Mm-hmm. Or by pretending to be fishers of men that are lost at sea. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, how, look what we're doing for people. We're putting people back with God. You know what? The fact that you even say that means that you have knowledge of reality and the truth. And by concealing that truth, you're guilty. You're an, you're an, you're an accessory to the very crime of the cut. Yeah. Just by knowing that. I think, realistically, if, if there, I don't even put clergy ahead of the bar ahead of attorneys. I think attorneys are the worst mm-hmm. because they're actually they're sending people to jail. They're putting yep. people in prisons. That whole legal system is putting people in prisons. Yep. Knowing full well they've done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I don't know if clergy are a close second because they're pretending that they have something to offer people. They're professional beggars. They're mendicants. Yeah, professional beggars stealing all the all the tithes, stealing all that, and driving around in Ferraris and Cadillacs and living in big houses, pretending that they have something to offer when they have nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the clergy is probably a close second. Mm-hmm. And then there's the politicians. Yeah. That are forcing all this the statutes upon the the uh, sleeping masses pretending to be helpful and promising forensic and, and then there's the forensic courts putting Humpty Dumpty back together again statutorily over and over and over again for their benefit oh. for their lining their pockets doing that for the for their yeah for their livelihood what I'm getting at is we're doing this to ourselves mm-hmm. you know your uncle's the attorney your, 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 your grandma, your grandpa's the, the, uh, the judge. <clears throat> your, your, your sister or brother's the pastor. I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing this to ourselves. Yeah. And until, until we recognize how nasty we are to each other, you know, this shit's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why it's none of my business. That fictitious realm all the characters in that realm, that's not part of my story. Mm-hmm. My story is here talking to you. My story is, is biological. My story is linked to God It's directly. <clears throat> no middleman necessary. I'm feeling pretty good, like you, like you were just about to say, that once you know that, it, there is this weird wholeness. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that you're still sort of alone at the wholeness, I mean, it's getting better. I mean, it's getting a lot better. But I think we need to also be careful because we're not fighting for anything. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love, right now it's really pretty. It's sunny out there. It snowed the other day. And I'm looking out. The, the beautiful thing about this front, the front of this house is that there's a lot of windows. And it goes mm-hmm. out into um, 
a kind of a high foliage area. We have a fence around mm-hmm. our yard, and it's probably, I don't know, I can't imagine it. It might be a half acre yard. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good size, actually. Maybe it's more than that, three quarters of an acre. But it's, there's a fence all the way around it, and there's, you know, there's firewood, and there's lots of foliage, and there's lots of nature. Squirrels are running all over the place. Cardinals are out there in the yard. And birds, I've got five bird feeders out there. I say, what I'm getting at is it's all beautiful. Mm-hmm. When I need to clear my head, I watch nature. Mm-hmm. Because the, tox- the, the level of toxicity in the fictitious realm of men, mm-hmm. if you, if you want to make yourself sick, Watch, watch the, 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 the fake news, which, mm-hmm. is, which is all news, by the way. Watch what the, look at the narratives that you're being told, and you will be sickened. Mm-hmm. You, will, you will manifest illness. You'll manifest yeah. cancer. You'll manifest everything because the whole idea is that your body is trying to, to, to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I've never felt like I belonged, and now I know why, because I don't. I don't belong in the mm-hmm. fiction. I belong in nature. Yeah. I don't belong in the fiction. Yes. But that's all there is for these people. Mm-hmm. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at my image. Look who I am. No, no. That's not who you are. Yeah. It's who you think you are, but it isn't who you are. Yeah. I, I'm I'm saddened by people that get all these um, operations or Botox or whatever. I mean, because they they're not good enough. Yeah, that one's the highest sadness no. I know. But I mean, I'm thinking of even like uh, Michael Jackson, just as, as mm-hmm. an extreme example, where he didn't he lightened his skin. Here's a guy with an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough. Yeah. He didn't want to be who he was. He had this unbelievable talent. Mm-hmm. And yet he lightened his skin and changed his nose or his appearance because he didn't want to be who he was mm-hmm. exactly. from the beginning. Yeah. He wanted to be what, what group he wanted to be part of. He wanted to be accepted. But you know yeah. what? There it is. Trying to change to accommodate the, the, the fickleness of the public will make you sick. Yeah, absolutely. And I say fickleness on multiple levels. I mean, um, fast food, uh, the mm-hmm. ideas of, of florid, fluoridation, the chemtrails, all of the things that the public will accept is toxic. Yes. To the, to the living, breathing, supreme being. Yep. So I think in a weird sort of way, and I'm, I'm, again, this is the benefit of the doubt, I'm not going to say devil's advocate, but in a weird sort of way, the only ones that deserve to live are the ones that actually recognize the beauty. Yeah. 
for what it is already. Yeah. Already. Nature's already beautiful. Mm-hmm. In in and of itself. Doesn't need anything. It can't be embellished. It is already beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're at. I think we we need to recognize our own beauty, our own, you know, value. Yeah. And realize that you're not trying to be what somebody else needs you to be. I'm guilty of it too. I still I st- I struggle all the time because I, there's yeah. nobody around me. There's nobody around yeah. me that that is where I'm at. So I have yeah. to, in a weird sort of way, come down mm-hmm. from my mountaintop, you know, yeah. of consciousness, because otherwise. I very rarely now go anywhere because I can't stand being around, mm-hmm. you know, the sleeping. I'd have to yep. tiptoe around the sleeping. <laughs> yep. All right. Trespass. I'm going back down. I'm going to go in the basement. Okay. I've been looking at this beautiful, all the nature and it's helping me, but now I got. I'm going to go down to trespass because I think that that's the key to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. It. Re- I think it's the key to the whole thing is when you recognize the truth and you now, if the truth is your standard, let's just say it that way. The truth is my standard, and it, everything that falls short of the truth is a trespass. In other words, if you try to hang any fiction or anything not true upon my standard that standard anything that is trying to color that standard or or weigh that standard down or attach to that standard of truth is is a trespass maybe that's how i have to look at it because that's everything that's not true even 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 truth if truth is 100% and it is if somebody cuts a piece of truth off and um, or tries to disable truth. Again, if truth, if truth regarding my existence begins at fertilization, and somebody takes a piece of that away from me through the cutting of the umbilical cord, and so now I am less than whole biologically, that's a trespass. Mm-hmm. They've taken a piece of truth away, which is an omission. That's a trespass. Yep. I mean, if you came into my yard right now and and cut down a tree and took the tree away, that's a trespass. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, to take a piece of me away is a trespass. Yeah. To not allow the whole truth to diminish. What's the other word? To um, to create reduce? a deficiency. What's that? Deficiency. I said reduce, but deficiency is more correct. To even reduce. The, to, I mean, again, truth cannot be reduced. Mm-mm. You can't reduce the truth without it becoming untruth. Mm-hmm. If it's not all, it's not true. Mm-hmm. If it's not all. Yeah. And my allness began at fertilization. So anything less than that 
is not true. Kurt, you're really splitting hairs. No, I'm not. All right. Damn it. I guess I really do have to go to, into the basement. <laughs> I've been putting it off, but you know what? I mean, there's so much, there's so much stuff to trespass that I think that we should just do it. Yeah. Six feet under. <clears throat> All right. So I have a conversation with the publishers. My, my liaison at the publisher today, later this afternoon, get the book into her hands this week, tomorrow, more than likely. Yeah, I know. It's cool. You can't wait. Oh, I can't either. I can't even imagine what, it, what it's going to look like because, you know, even the timestamps inside there, are, it's color. Mm. You know, I mean, this is not just black and white inside the between the covers, oh, it's, it's actually, it's got some color in there mm. as well. So it's going to look really interesting. You know, I, there's yellow highlights, you know, over certain ideas or, so it's going to be pretty interesting, but all right. So wow. I'm going to go to Trespass. Miriam. Um, yeah, I'm going to do Miriam. I'm going to do Wiki. I'm going to probably do Investopedia. I'll just I'll just find everything I can. Um, etymology. In fact, maybe yeah. What is etymology? We'll start with etymology because etymology, yes. etymology. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's it's where things begin, sort of. Okay, there's etymology, Wikipedia, Webster's. I'll start with these three. Okay, well, let's go to etymology first. All right, ready? Uh, second, I got to, uh, huh, did you know that there's a film, 2011 film and a 1992 film called Trespass? Uh-uh. I didn't either. I missed all well, sure. uh, witches, but that's why I found them. <laughs> well, trespass at, at etymology. Yeah. Let's see. There's a verb. There's a noun. All right. Let's go to the verb. Says it's from the 1300s. Transgress in some active manner. Active. Commit an aggressive offense. What's that? I said cutting's rather active. Well, active is again. So let's just say you you you're walking by my yard, you're walking by my godly mm-hmm. estate, and you call me mm-hmm. an atheist. Mm. That's active. Your voice your your voice certainly carried into my yard, and it met my ears, and I heard you say it, mm-hmm. but you don't act upon it. All right. No harm, no foul. Right. You walk by, you look at me, and you yell, Christian! But you don't act upon it. Nothing. Muslim! <laughs> but you don't act upon it. Nothing. 
do. But you don't act upon it. Nothing. It doesn't matter what you say as long as you don't act upon it. Yeah. I mean, you're labeling me. It's a belief system, but you're not acting upon it. So there's no trespass. Right. But if, I mean, think about this. What about circumcision? What about taking a piece of my, my, my penis off because you mm-hmm. believe something? Now that's action. Yeah. Well, it, it's for cleanliness or it's for God or, or it's for my club where it's, it's, you know, we, it's, you know, well, you know, that's your belief. But now you trespassed upon me. Mm-hmm. Because of your action. So transgress, or I mean, trespass says transgress in some active manner. Commit an aggressive offense to sin. From old French trespasser, pass beyond or across, cross, traverse, infringe, violate. Look at, that. Look at how easy this is. These are all actions. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. says from trace. Trace means beyond. And pass, passer, um, go by or pass. Meaning enter unlawfully is first attested in forest laws of Scottish Parliament. The modern French descendant of old French trespasser, trespasser, has come to be used euphemistically for to die. Wow. And I mean D-I-E, to die. Yeah. And look at this. It says, compare euphemistic use of crossover and obituary. (laughs) Now think about this. If I'm in the womb and I cross the threshold of the womb into the external world, I've crossed over. Mm -hmm. Now babies in this realm, outside the womb, but a piece of baby's estate is still inside mother, a different place. Although mom's right here, mom's with me. Mm -hmm. So mom is with me out here, but a piece of me is still in, let's say the Garden of Eden or still in the womb. So they clamp and cut the cord. So I'm out here with mom, but then the rest of the rest residue and remains remainder of my estate is inside mom. You got to look at the, the, the vagina as a door, as a gate, stargate if you want, yeah. because <laughs> I'm out here now and the rest of me is back there pre-history, pre-historic. Mm-hmm. Because the only history doesn't begin until the record begins. So the historical record is the Gregorian calendar character. But pre-record, pre-historic is everything in the womb. That's pre-history. Yeah. But it says to cross over. So for me, looking back into the womb, they, what they did is they allowed that piece of my godly estate to die in their realm. Mm-hmm. But it says, euphemistic use of crossover and obituary. Trespass noun, a transgression from old French trespass, verbal from trespass. Or trans- okay, so I'm going to just go to transgression real quick at Webster's. Okay. This is amazing to me because most people think, I mean, they hear the word transgress and they think all the, the biblical nonsense and they start attaching all these religious ideas. But look at how simple this is. 
Transgression noun, an act, process, or instance of transgressing such as, look at this, an infringement or violation of a law, command, or duty. <gasps> what? Well, just look at the B. Look, look at the what? Look at B, the spread. I haven't of got the... there yet. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm going, now I'm going to Cruden versus Neal. Mm-hmm. which is uh, 1796, I believe. Let me see. 1796, mm-hmm. the ultimate case, as far as I'm concerned, and it talks about, in Cruden versus Neal, it says, there it is that the majority shall prevail is a rule posterior. That the majority shall prevail is a rule posterior to the formation of government and results from it. It is not a rule binding upon mankind in their natural state. Their nature, every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature. Now here's where I'm going here's why I went to I didn't want to go to B yet. Yeah. It says transgression is an infringement or violation of a law. The law for us begins is <clears throat> the law of nature. Yes. And the law of nature begins at fertilization. Yeah. If you do not abide by that law and you take on an arbitrary birth day that's a violation of the law nature of -hmm. the law Mm -hmm. so if you're not going all the way back to fertilization even in cruden versus neil it says every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature Mm -hmm. so they're not even they're not even going after us Mm-mm. for anything other than Mm-mm. the cut. Yes. That's the ultimate transgression. It's you abandoning your godly origin. That's the law. The law begins at fertilization, and that is the law of nature. It's yes. prescribed. It's already there. Everybody, every every living being and every being that's ever lived came through fertilization. It's a law yes. that cannot yes. be abandoned. So what they're doing is they're putting you back together after you transgress and claim a birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're saying, hey, listen, he's living in an unjust situation. He's out of order. He's out of order. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, through our justice system, put him back together. It's actually the forensic courts. Forensic The forensic courts are actually putting you physically back together. I'm going to go to forensic in Black's Law. Let me see if I can find it really fast. Forensics, F-O-R. Forensic. There it is. Page 
583 Black Law, 5th edition, forensic, belonging to courts of justice. Forensic medicine, the science which teaches the application of every branch of medical knowledge to the purpose of the law. Hence, its limits are, on the one hand, I think we already talked about the one hand, on the one hand, the requirements of the law, comma, and comma, on the other, the whole range of medicine, anatomy, physiology, medicine, surgery, chemistry, physics, and botany, lend their aid as necessity arises, and in some cases, all these branches of science are required to enable a court of law to arrive at a proper conclusion on the contested question affecting life or property. Courts of justice are are using science to put you back together again. Finally, it says forensic pathology, that branch of medicine. Look, they're talking about a court system as medicine. Mm -hmm. That branch of medicine dealing with dis-ease and disorder. Hell, you just said disorder, right? Out of order? Yep. And disorder of the body in relation to legal principles and cases. Forensic psychiatry. That branch of medicine dealing with disorders of the mind in relation to legal principles and cases. Forensists in civil law belonging to, to or connected with a court. Forensic. Forensis homo, an advocate, a pleader of causes, one who practices in court. So the, the, these people are acting as if they're physicians in medicine putting you back, they're putting you back together again. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in 1796, in Cruden versus Neal, it actually says, Every man is independent of all laws. There it is. No mm-hmm. statute, no code, no nothing, except those prescribed by nature. Mm-hmm. Well, from fertilization to last breath is nature. Yeah. But if you take on a, a, a birthday character, that's out of order. And the forensic yeah. courts need to put you back together again. Yes. Humpty hyphen dumpty. Yeah. Humpty Judeo hyphen umbilical cord Christian. Old Testament, hyphen, umbilical cord, New Testament. Mm -hmm. Old Testament in the womb, hyphen, umbilical cord, straddling the threshold to New Testament, man, baby, Lord. All one, unless you cut it, unless you separate it, unless you create the several state, several Mm -hmm as in severed state of existence. You're either all, truth is all or nothing. You're either here or you're not here. Because you can't be here if you didn't begin at fertilization. You cannot be here without fertilization. So again, (laughs) every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature. And once you claim to be out of order, by the way, when they hold you in contempt, contempt of what? Court. Nature. Contempt of nature, yeah. But if they're going to say in contempt of court, 
What's the definition of court? A sovereign in his retinue. Easy. The person and suit of, of the sovereign, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and that is, and his retinue, his regal retinue, wherever he may be sojourning, wherever you are. There you are. Of course, what's the, what is the acronym, what is retinue an acronym for? What's it? It's a jumble. Uterine. Uterine. Oh wow! And gotten that. So retinue and uterine are the same letters. Wow. The regal retinue is the uterine material. And retinue is. I'm going to just go to it while I'm here. Uh-huh. Retinue means. at uh, Webster's, a group of retainers or attendants. Well, we know that attorneys are on retainer. So there's your counselor or your counsel, right? Mm -hmm. So the counsel is on retainer. And, of course, most Mm -hmm. most attorneys are on retainers. But what is the counsel? Who's counsel? What, what is the counsel? Where is that coming from? It's coming from Isaiah 9-6. Uh-huh. Okay. So now the retainer, part of the regal retinue, part of the uterus, part of the uterine, it says Isaiah 9-6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Wow. Hang on a second, it just threw me out. It says in Black's Law, um, I mean not Black's Law, um, in etymology, it says that retinue is literally that which is retained. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, comma, Counselor, comma, the Mighty God, comma, the Everlasting Father, comma, the Prince of Peace. That's all of your fetal afterbirth. Mm-hmm. The Everlasting Father. There's a zygote right there. Yep. So Isaiah 9, 6 is speaking of the counsel or the counselor, the ever, which is your fetal property. Well, wait a minute. What's the other one? What does it say? So that's retinue, retainer. We know that's the counsel or the counselor. And, of course, the government shall be upon his shoulder. That's you being self-governing. But yes. they're calling that self-government Christianity, Linda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where you, you are the Lord and master over your animal. That's what, when I say your animal on a leash, it's your, your, your Christian consciousness. Christ consciousness over your pagan animal biology. So you're holding, you're, you're, you're actually able to self-discipline. You're disciplining your own animal. You're not out there raping and pillaging. That's, right. the, that's the society that they created through this system. The problem mm-hmm. is the bad guys took it over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a wonderful idea, but it, 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 the outcome has been horrible because they 
made it a paper realm, a fictitious realm, where it's not just in your heart anymore, it's on paper. Yeah. It, they, they, in fact, they removed it from your heart, and they turned it into a legal system. But it says retinue, which is, the, again, the jumble or the acronym for uterine, a group of retainers or attendants. Well, retainers is definitely Isaiah 9-6. So what the hell is an attendant? Well, I'm going to go, because I already know it, I'm going to um, <clears throat> uh, the, the – uh, what do they call it? What was that TV show where the, where the girls wore only red? Oh, um, the handmaid. Uh, the okay, handmaiden. H a n d m a i d e n. Wikipedia. Handmaiden. Wikipedia. I'm going there because I already know what I'm going to find. Handmaiden. It says a personal maid or female servant. It says the term is also used metaphorically for something whose primary, something whose primary role is to serve or assist. Depending on culture or historical period, a handmaiden may be of slave status or be simply an employee. Okay, it says the terms handmaiden and handmaid are synonyms. Um, In the King James translation of the Hebrew Bible, the term handmaid is applied to a female servant who serves her, her mistress, as in the case of Hagar being described as Sarah's handmaid. Um, but look at Mary. I'm, I'm moved one down. It says, in Christianity, mm -hmm. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is referred to as the handmaid of the Lord or servant of the Lord, both of which are titles of honor for the mother of Jesus. The Gospel of Luke, Luke describes Mary as the handmaid of the Lord when she, when she gives her consent to a message of the angel and when she proclaims the greatness of the Lord because of the great things he has worked in her. So handmaid is an attendant. So I'm going to actually go to the word attendant at uh, Webster's. Attendant, because that's what it says, attendant. A-T-T-E-N-D-A-N-T. -T -T Attendant. One who attends another to perform a service. Well, I think I just read that, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially an employee who waits on customers, accompanying, waiting upon, or following in order to perform a service. Um, but that's what, that's what Handmaiden said, a service. Mm -hmm. A female yeah. servant. That's the wall of the uterus. Uterus yeah. or uterine and what? Retinue. Uterine and retinue are one and the same thing. So the retinue mm -hmm. is both Jesus and Mary or the Isaiah 9-6 counselor, him, which is the, referring to the Jesus character, which is your fetal material still attached to the uterine wall, which is the handmaiden, so when you that's the that's that's the the retinue the regal retinue mm -hmm. is your biology attached to mom's biology which is Jesus and Mary. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's that now now you go back to transgression and and it says an infringement or violation of of a law. Now remember that implantation into the uterine wall is part of nature. 
It's part of mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. And then baby, but the thing is, is your biology and mom's biology are never mixed, ever. Mm-hmm. They don't mix. Mm-hmm. They, they, they may be considered stranded together, but they're not mixed. Right. They don't mix. They're adjacent well, properties, be, but they don't mix. Yeah, well, it'd be like um, you and I are stranded on an island together. That doesn't make us mixed. We're just on an island together. Or you're on an island by yourself, or I'm on an island by myself. The island is mom's biology, yeah. and my biology is my biology. I'm standing on the island. There's me. Yeah. There's my vessel in its entirety, and it's on the piece of ground or the motherland known as accretion. So I'm standing on that island by myself. All of my biology is represented by me, and then there's a piece mm-hmm. of mom's biology, which is the accretion or the island itself. That's the placenta. Or better yet, that would be implantation because all of me is on that island. All of me is in, on that uterine or that um, retinue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so what I'm getting at is Cruden versus Neil is saying every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature. So nature is the overriding everything. Natural law wins. And that's mm-hmm. truth. Yep. That's truth. No matter how much we want to be the character, the birth certificated character, no matter how much we do through that character, it's never us. And it, and the product of that character is never ours. If I go up on stage every night and perform Harry Potter, all the money I make through Harry Potter, if I think I'm Harry Potter and I'm earning all the money through Harry Potter, all that money belongs to J.K. Rowling because J.K. Rowling created Harry Potter. Yes. I'm, I, I'm just... I'm an actor underneath that the the the, uh, the vestments or the clothing of that character. Mm-hmm. If I go up on stage in the public, and I, all I'm doing is announcing the upcoming theater production, if I go up there as Kurt, I'm I am me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in the public, right? I'm up there on stage yeah. announcing the upcoming theater production. Once I leave the stage, it, it doesn't matter. I'm only in the public on the stage. Yeah. But if I put on the clothing of the public character or, or the actual production of the public, now I'm, I'm subject to public law. I'm subject to public policy. That's the stage. Mm-hmm. That's the stage. If I go up there and just am talking about something as me, I'm not subject but if I become part of the production, now I'm subject to the, to the policy, public policy. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what the birth certificated person is. The birth certificated person is part of that public production. Yeah. And whoever created that public, whoever created that, that world, that realm, that fictional realm, owns it. Mm-hmm. That which you create, you control. So you get to control everything that's going on in that public. Yes. But you don't control me. No. If I go to the theater to watch a production, I'm not subject to the rules of the director that's directing the production. Mm-hmm. I, can go get a, I, I can go get a coffee. I can get some popcorn. I can do all kinds of stuff. And then when that production's over, I go home. Nothing happening. 
in that theater applies to me, the living man. But all the performers of that theater production are subject to the direction of the director, the writer, or, or all of that stuff. But I'm none of that. I'm not a party to any of it. It's none of my business. And that's what we have to start looking at. We have to start looking at the birth certificated character as part of the public and subject to public policy, subject to public law, subject to, to, to the health, all of the nonsensical um, public health rules, COVID, all that shit is public. None of it applies to the private man or woman. None of it, zero. There is nothing public that applies to the private man or woman. And there's... And there's total proof that there is no argument there. No, zero. There is, there is none. We have to transgress. We have to take on uh, the role or the character. Even like, remember when Obama said, we all have our roles to play. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not into pretending anything. I'm, I'm, I didn't get that gene. Transgression, B. You read it because that's where you were going already. On the in Marion Webster's. No. Yes. Or was uh, yes. Um, B. The spread of the sea over land areas and the consequent unconformable deposit of sediment on older rocks. Older rocks. The zygote, the original. Nope. 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 The older rock is mom. Oh. Right. So my mom was 21 years old when I was in her womb. Mm-hmm. So she was already 21 years old. That's the older rock. That's yeah. the older Got rock. Mm-hmm. My zygote, let's call it, plants into her uterine wall. Mm-hmm. Brand spanking new, seven days old. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. one's, so I land on her older rocks, yes. which is her biology. Yes. So I'm seven days old landing on a 21-year-old rock. Yeah, she's older. All right. Now, nine months later, I, the captain of that vessel, that ship, that ark, come out. My boat is now on or stranded on the older rock mm-hmm. in the placenta. Mm-hmm. So my boat is now, let's call, call it nine months old, but it's still stranded on a 21-year-old rock in the mm-hmm. placenta. My ark, my covenant with God in creation is stranded. I'm using this term specifically. It's stranded on the older rocks of the motherland because I don't know any better. I don't know that me and that boat are one and the same thing. So by accepting a, or adopting a birth certificated child, I am adopting the stranded vessel on the older rocks. Yes. That's a transgression. Yes. By me adopting that character, by the way, and you're, I'm, now I'm really going to split some hairs here, Linda, by me adopting the character of the stranded vessel on the older rocks, which is a transgression, 
Remember, this says an unconformable deposit. So my boat has been deposited on that motherland, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. And I am now adopting that fetal-maternal character because that's, yes. that's what the birth certificate is for. It's for that product of conception, born alive. Yes. Mm -hmm. If I adopt that character, what about the first seven days from creation to implantation? Have I not forgotten that? Absolutely. There it is right there. That's what's missing. What's missing is creation to implantation. I've, I've abandoned God. Mm -hmm. I've abandoned creation. By accepting the birth certificated transgression, I've, I have forgotten the first seven days. And the first seven days is what? Genesis 2-2. Exactly. Genesis 2-2. It says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had mm -hmm. made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. The seventh day is implantation. Mm -hmm. So now my, my, my godly creation, my godly estate, rests on the motherland. Mm -hmm. Now, if I allow it to stay there, it'll probably rest in peace. Did you hear me? Mm-hmm. If I allow it to stay there, it will rest in peace. Yeah. Which is the decedent to stay. But it's no different than letting sleeping dogs lie. Meaning, as a pacifist that knows his godly origin, do I need to argue about this event? Do I need to argue about the implantation event? Or can I just leave it where it is as a pacifist, knowing the truth? Is there any point of contention? No. No, it happened. I implanted into the uterine wall. It does mm -hmm. evidence all the truth. Mm -hmm. I just don't, have, but, but I'm not arguing. I'm not, there's no point of contention if I don't claim a birthday. Mm -hmm. If I claim a birthday, mm -hmm. I'm stuck on the island. If I claim a yeah. birthday, it becomes a decedent estate. If I leave everything as it is, let sleeping dogs lie, mm -hmm. no harm, no foul. Everything stays the way it is. And that's really what, I think people are confused at what, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to shine the light of truth on the biology. I'm not trying to get this fetal biology back. I'm not trying to, to condemn ideas, Christianity or otherwise, Old Testament, New Testament. That's, that's not the point. I'm just trying to identify my origin, my godly origin, and my godly estate. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. And by knowing the truth, I don't have to fight. I, I, I am peaceably assembling my godly estate. I'm, I'm assembling it peaceably. I'm acknowledging it from fertilization to last breath. I'm not going to argue with anybody about it because I'm a pacifist. And here's First Amendment. The First Amendment. The peaceably assembling. It's, look at how easy this is. First Amendment, Congress shall make no law 
respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Peaceably assemble. I'm peaceably assembling with the knowledge of fertilization of last breath. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to war over whose who's this is. I already know that yeah. the, the accretion is mom, the vessel is, is, is me. I'm not going to, what do I care? I've evolved beyond it, but I know it's mine. I'm not going to fight anybody over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm a, I've assembled peaceably with the knowledge of the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. And the United States Congress and First Amendment and everything else in the world going on is okay with this. Mm-hmm. It's all the people yeah. arguing and fighting and, and, and angry Hey, listen, 64 years of my life has been stolen, but not stolen. I agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, my mistake. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not going to make that mistake again. And nobody else that, that is younger than you or I should ever make that mistake again. But understand that by having this knowledge, you are responsible for yourself. Yes. Now, that, by, this, by that same token, the people that did take this material, the people that did cut this off, the people that did put it on deposit without my consent at the time, I still don't consent. Mm-hmm. They have a fiduciary duty mm-hmm. to handle their, this business because I didn't, this is none of my business. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose business it is, but it's none of mine. Mm-hmm. So the fiduciaries that are supposed to be handling this trust property better do their, their job and not, and not bre- be in breach of their fiduciary responsibilities. I can't do anything with it. I, I, I never did anything with it. I didn't cut myself apart. I didn't pierce my side. I didn't do anything. So the fiduciaries of that trust better, God damn it, do their job. Because if they don't do their job, I will be injured. Mm-hmm. If they don't do their job, I get injured. I, I. It's an injury to me at that point for them not to do their job. Yeah. I think what happens in the courtroom is that they make us the trustees when in fact they are. Mm-hmm. So then we become responsible for, for something that's going on in the courtroom. We don't even know what's going on in there. It's none of my business what's going on in there. By the way, I, I sometimes forget to say this, but um, when you go into what you believe to be a courtroom, and, and, and the bailiff, remember this is the bailiff, the only reason there's a, a bailiff is because property is being held in trust. Right? Yeah. Well, most people don't know. Let me do this real quick. That. Hang on a second, I gotta find this thing. That if they didn't cut the material, if it didn't get left behind in the hospital, if, if none of that stuff actually happened, 
there would be no um, need for a trust. Well, what it's called a gratuitous bailey. The people that are holding onto this property become a gratuitous bailey. A gratuitous bailey, meaning that they found a piece of your stuff and they got to put it in their lost and found, so to speak, and protect it while you're gone. That's a gratuitous bailey. And so when the bailiff in that courtroom is, is, has this property in their possession, let's say, that's a gratuitous bailey acting. Now, what's really weird is that when that bailey or when the bailiff in that, in that courtroom does all rise. That's called the rising of the court. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what people don't realize is that when you hear all rise, the rising of the court, which is on 1193 of Black's Law 5th edition, rising of the court, all rise. Rising of the court, it says properly, the final adjournment of the court for the term. Though the term is also sometimes used to express the cessation of judicial business for the day or for a recess. It's the opposite of sitting or session. It says the term is generally obsolete. So when there's the general public, you know what I mean? Yep. So here's the deal. When they say all rise, the real court, the Article Three court, is adjourning for the day. Yes. So now when the court adjourns for the day, another court, so-called comes in, that's the night court. The night court only deals under the light of the moon, not the sunlight, not, not, not where everything is known because it's lit and it's lighted. The night court only deals with lunatics, those born to the lunar cycle. The lunar cycle is the menses of the, of the woman. That's the yeah. lunar cycle. So implantation and all the stuff that happens with the lunar cycle, which includes the uterine wall, that's the accretion. So mm-hmm. the character born or attached to the accretion is subject to the light of the moon or the lunar cycle. That's for the night court to handle. So yeah. when the court says all rise, they're only dealing with the feto maternal, maternal being the accretion or, or the uterine wall, which is part of the lunar cycle, right? Mm-hmm. The cycle of the moon. Mm-hmm. That's, that, so the birth certificated character is a lunatic. Mm-hmm. It's lunacy to claim the birthday because that character is attached to the uterine wall, which is subject to menses or the female cycle, which operates according to the moon. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, so again, the rising of the court is actually the cessation or the adjournment of the Article Three courts for the living. And now it goes to, you know, these stranded characters um, that require a boat to 
tow in their derelict vessel or get it off the island. Remember, your, your boat is now a, a wreck, a shipwreck on an mm-hmm. island. And they, you're basically sending out an SOS that is asking for help to get your boat, your stranded boat, your wrecked boat, your wrecked vessel off of the motherland or this, this, out of this realm. And so the admiralty courts then are working to help you get back moving again because you're stuck in time. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in time mm-hmm. with this character, this calendar. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're actually doing a lot of really interesting things once you find out, but it's not true. They're all, this is all fiction. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you still following me? Yes, I am. I got, okay. I got caught up in night court. <laughs> It, it is. It's a night court, but it, it's it's because the reason it's night court is because it's only lit by the the the, the light of the moon. Light of the moon. And what's, yeah. And 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 what's interesting about that court is because there's so little light, um, mistakes can be made. In other words, mm-hmm. you don't really know if what you're seeing is what you're seeing, and that's they're out because they're saying, mm-hmm. listen, there wasn't enough real light. The light of day wasn't there, so we really can't tell what we're dealing with. Again, these are all ideas to remove, um, or they're all plausible deniability, but only plausible within the fiction itself, not plausible right. at all in reality. Right, yeah. So again, yeah. Peace, to peaceably assemble is for you to have knowledge all the way back and then just going, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to argue. I'm a pacifist. As a pacifist, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to take sides. There are no sides for me. I mean, you're saying that a piece of me was cut off and whatever. You do whatever you got to do. I mean, if, if that's the system you're involved in, you need to do your, your fiduciary duty. But I'm not going to participate because I don't see it that way. I'm, I've been whole since fertilization. The fact that somebody came in and cut me apart, that's, hey, listen, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's all fictitious nonsense. But if that's what you guys got to do, go do it. But that's a fiduciary. That's for a fiduciary to do, not for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, back to so. Wow, that, go ahead. So well, trust. Okay, we're we're talking about trespass. So where does this fit for you in your mind with fair notice? Well, um, fair notice or fair warning fair is warning. Mm-hmm. By, by me letting everybody know that I know the truth all the way back to fertilization. That this fair notice, I'm going to go to it, but fair notice is, I believe, a civil law concept or a statutory idea. In other words, it's still fiction. Mm-hmm. It's still fiction. But remember that this thing, even for a pacifist, I'm not going to argue, but mm-hmm. they say when in Rome do as the Romans do. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm, let's put it this way, it's just easier. It, it, I mean, for convenience and consistency. Um. I'm not going to fight. 
I'm not going to argue. I'm a pacifist. So what I'm really going to do is just leave everything where it's at. Fair notice is basically going to let them know that I know. So I'm going to go to fair notice. and see what it says. Um, fair notice defense might be, maybe that. Uh, maybe I'll just go to, no, I don't want to do that because the court cases are coming up. Let me just go to, to definition, fair notice definition. Okay. Definition. And this, I'm at lawinsider.com, so fair notice definition okay. law insider. Mm -hmm. Because um, it looks like a pretty easy, okay, fair notice. It says means the requirement that a pleading adequately apprise the opposing party of a claim. And let me read this again. Fair notice means the, and then in quotes, requirement that a pleading adequately apprise the opposing party of a claim. A pleading must be drafted so that an opposing attorney of reasonable competence would be able to ascertain the nature and basic issues of the controversy and the evidence probably relevant to those issues. Now look at If I lay out the truth of the matter all the way back to fertilization, mm -hmm. first in time, it says, an opposing attorney. Well, let's just be clear. Isaiah 9-6 talks about a counselor, and the, and, the, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, Isaiah 9-6. That's actually the birth certificated situation on one side, probably the yeah. all-caps name. The all-caps name is, is the spirit or the counsel or the mind. The yeah. upper and lower case would be the biology or the body. So... They're, they use the all-caps spirit or, or, or the, the spirit behind the mind. And what they're saying is that that is an attorney in fact. So the birth certificated child is, a, is an attorney in fact and a friend of the court, which is okay. amicus curie. So now you right. have this, the clothing, the garment, the, vest, the vestment that you can wear when you're in that court situation to be the attorney in fact. Now, you're not part of the bar, but, you, but that character clothes you in capacity. So now you have the capacity to speak. And what this is saying is that from this capacity, as the attorney in fact, you have to let the other people, the other attorneys know the truth. Or what you have to let them know where you're at. Yes. If I am clothed in, in this capacity and I'm telling them that there is no um, shipwreck, that there is no uh, derelict vessel, that there is no problem, there is no cause, if there is no cause, there is no case. Yeah. And, and so by taking all this information that we got and, and, and especially in that conversation we had back there on that for that transcription and then having me expound on all of that for the next 300 pages 
and then coming to the conclusion or determination. Remember, the court is the person in suit of the sovereign, which is ultimately me and that material. Well, the determination of the author, me, is every unnatural attachment, real, presumed, or otherwise, upon my personal and private godly estate at any point from fertilization to last breath is a trespass. What I'm doing is it's becoming fair notice. Yes. From my attorney, in fact, position, the all caps, I believe that's the birth certificate. Remember, the birth certificate is 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 the um, memorial that marks the location of where this biology fell upon the cutting. So the biology is the upper and lower case um, live birth record, and the all caps birth certificate is the spirit. So you have the cadaver, Curtis Richard Kallenbach, upper and lower case, and you have the the attorney in fact or the agency over that vessel which is curtis richard kallenbach all caps that's the, so you again you have the principal deposit which is the biology that's the principal then you have the agency over the principal which is the attorney in fact now it, it's all fiction don't get me wrong it's all nonsense mm-hmm. but in order to i mean this first in time book that's coming out is basically evidencing reality um, and then the fair notice is um, from the authority, the author, who is going to be looked at as somebody with the the, uh, the knowledge all the way, um, clothed in capacity. In other words, vested, completely vested, uh, with the right to speak. And and so the fair notice the requirement that a pleading adequately apprise the opposing party of a claim, a pleading that must be drafted so that an opposing attorney of reasonable competence would be able to ascertain the nature and basic issues of the controversy and the evidence probably relevant to those issues. Think about this. My biology is now stranded upon mom's biology. That is my house, Kallenbach, on the land. My house becomes a pertinent to the motherland. Kallenbach mm-hmm. is now on the land. Yes. But nobody sees it that way. But I do. Mm-hmm. And with that knowledge, I'm able to basically warn the rest of the Bar Association that this is off limits to the mm-hmm. fiction. Yeah. It's a trespass at that point to even presume somebody's not there um, awake. Somebody's not living in that house. I'm living in that house. Mm-hmm. The house is not a ghost house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm living in it. I'm, I'm actually, I'm still occupying the biology, which means the vessel's not empty. It's not a ghost ship. The house is not empty. It's not a ghost house. I'm still yeah. occupying it because I, I didn't leave any piece of me to become a ghost ship or a ghost, you know what I mean? A ghost house. Right. And so the fair notice or fair warning is ultimately what the, all of that book does is puts it all in a place that's letting 
all of the attorneys, the, the bar association around the world and all the other bar associations, whoever they may be, letting them know that there is no issue mm-hmm. that, needs to be, that needs to be um, arbitrated. Mm-hmm. And, and especially since I'm a pacifist. I'm not at war. Just leave everything where it is. I don't, you know what I mean? And, and if you've got a fiduciary duty to handle this, go do it. If you need to fix this, if you need to go do something, you go do it. It's really none of my business. It's really none of my business because the cut material doesn't exist in my world in reality, Cruden versus Neil. But in your realm, if you've got to do something as a fiduciary, God damn it, go do it. But I shouldn't be injured. Never injure me because now we're talking about Blackstone. Yeah. Remember Blackstone? Uh-huh. I mean, Blackstone, I mean, let me go to Blackstone because re- Blackstone, no fiction shall extend to work an injury. In other words, the fiction can't create the problem. It can't create the injury. So no fiction shall extend to work an injury. It's proper operation being to prevent a mischief or remedy an inconvenience, which might result from the general rule of law. There's the word general again. The general rule of law is the cut. But what happens yeah. if, 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 if my knowledge gets me in front of the cut all the way back to fertilization? There is no general rule of law. And they can't create the, fic, the fictional situation that would harm me, that, gives rise, that, that would give rise to a general rule. So either the general rule already exists, which it doesn't in my situation because I know of fertilization being my godly origin. So there is no general rule. Right. I've removed, I mean, the general rule, the cut itself cannot exist if I do. So now I've removed that and it says no fiction shall extend to work an injury. So they can't, the fiction, they can't force the fiction upon me to injure me. Right. If I already know of my godly origin being fertilization, there is no rule of law that I had forgotten about. Because remember, that if I forget, if I claim a birthday, then a rule of law is created, a statutory rule of law, because I forgot my godly origin. Yeah, well, there's nothing so the forensic, to measure. There's nothing to create to, as, mm-hmm. as a space holder if there is no space. Remember, um, nature abhors a vacuum. If there is no vacuum, they don't need to create anything to fill the, the space. If there's no vacuum, they don't need the, the statute to fill the space since I've already done it with the knowledge of fertilization to last breath. I've already done it. Right. So now the, the idea of, of a fair warning or a fair notice is me letting them know that it's, it, it would be detrimental to them to bring a cause of action against a living man because right. that's the supreme being, that's, that's the sovereign position. They're not bringing causes against sovereigns. They're deceiving to state are, is the sovereign, the missing sovereign presumed dead sovereign. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I just thought we should get that on tape. <laughs> well, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Don't ever accuse me of not being wordy. <laughs> I would never do that. I would say too, or even too wordy. Okay. <laughs> so where are we? We're back to uh, trespass. Let's let's go back there. So 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of uh, etymology and go to um, Webster's. I, I'm gonna end. I don't, how long have we been talking? Uh, it's now 9:30 my time, so two and a half. Okay. Hours? I'm gonna go to Trespass um, Webster's. Okay. And then I'll finish with Trespass at Wikipedia. Okay. So Trespass at Webster's is, is it's very simple. It actually says, to enter unlawfully upon the land of another, to commit a trespass, especially, this is number one, especially to enter unlawfully upon the land of another. So here I am, fertilization, the act of creation. My single-cell zygote is now floating down the waters on, upon the waters of mother, right? Unattached to everything. No attachments for the first seven days. Yep. Floating in time and space. And then I, I land on the uterine wall. But I have a membrane surrounding the zygote called the pellucid membrane. That's and that's like an envelope. I'm I'm enveloped in in this piece of mom's biology that when for the fertilization process occurs, when the ovum is fertilized by dad's sperm, the outer pellucid membrane is retained. It becomes yeah. the property, the property of the zygote. They in fact it's called the zygote's original skin. Mm-hmm. And then we shed that skin, we shed it just prior to implantation, but it's almost like an invitation to Mother Earth. Okay. It's an invitation to the uterine wall. Mom gave it, I mean, she basically sent us a letter that said, hey, come and land here. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. like a trespass to me. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an invitation. Well, it certainly is part of nature. It's part of nature, too. That's the biggie right there. That's, that's Cruden versus Neil. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is that once we shed that original skin, that pellucid membrane, and we land into the uterine wall, we have a right-of-way over that mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. And there is no middleman to say we don't. This is between mom and I. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else in there but me and her. Mm-hmm. Where does all this bullshit middleman, where does Jesus and all that, and I, I mean God damned, by the way, all that nonsense come in? It doesn't. Shit, the amnion itself, when it's developed, which becomes the Lamb of God, is me. It's my biology. What I'm getting at is there's only me and mom. Right. There is no third party or third person. Ever. No. Nope. My biology is singular. It's one. I know there are people that are out there trying to figure, no, there's two versions of your body. Bullshit. There's only my 46 chromosome biology and mom's uterine wall. There is no two of me. I don't have a twin. Uh-uh. It's not a twin. It's my singular biology. One godly estate. Not two, not five. So it says, enter unlawfully upon the land of another. Well, I would say nature, the laws of nature, is lawful. 
So for me to implant into mother's uterine wall is not an unlawful entry upon her land, the motherland. It's a lawful. It's nature's way. Mm-hmm. How about this? Number two says to err or to sin, to make an unwarranted or uninvited incursion. I would say that I was invited based upon yeah. the lucid membrane. Yeah. Hey, here's an envelope. Land here. Trespass says to violate. Um, noun, an unlawful act committed on the person, property, or rights of another, especially a wrongful entry on real property. The legal action for injuries resulting from trespass. Look at this, a violation of moral or social ethics, a transgression, especially sin. An unwarranted infringement. I'm sorry, but that uterine wall landing, that first impression was it by invitation only. Yeah. Well, and it says sin is a transgression of the law of God. Well, landing on the uterine wall is of God. It's not a transgression. for the. It's actually the law of God. That's how life happens, is by that implantation, by that landing. That's part of the natural order. No landing, no baby. No landing, no baby, I'm sorry. If if we don't land in the uterine wall, if you we can't. just keep moving, if we just keep moving through, that that would be a spontaneous abortion. That's right. It would. It would. You and, can't and, mo- and You can't evolve into the fruit without the assistance of the implantation. You have life doesn't doesn't actually continue without implantation. It gets washed out. Exactly. So they're it's taking of the, of the they're, they're distorting everything, and and basically they're 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 it's disgusting what's being done here, Linda. Mm-hmm. Where they're taking something amazing and they're turning it into a transgression. Yeah. They're basically taking their ideas and forcing everybody into this idea and saying, listen, if you take on a birthday, you're forgetting God. But, but, but they're talking to somebody that's right in front of them that exists only because of fertilization. It, I mean, there is no – this is all in your head. It's all a belief system-based trespass, but it's not upon me. The fact that somebody cut me apart through an act of mayhem, the fact that somebody carried away – my 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 property which is larceny and the, the fact that they let it die i did none of this by the way i didn't do any of this but they're hanging me with it they say give a man enough rope he'll hang himself that's the umbilical cord mm-hmm. yeah you they're keep making, you keep you keep claiming a birthday and that's the rope that you're going to hang yourself with and you become by claiming the birthday you become the transgressor you make yep. the transgression it's twisted around on you. You're leaving your biology on older rocks. That's what they're yeah. saying. They're saying you're allowing your biohazardous material to lay on, on that land, and that's a transgression. Nope, yeah. I'm still using it. I didn't leave it anywhere. 
I didn't leave any of my biology anywhere. So if you're saying that that occurred, then some fiduciary out there that's handling that trust property has to do his job. Otherwise, that, that's a breach of trust. I didn't do it. I didn't set up that trust. No. Living men don't need trust. So whoever did establish that trust, constructive trust or otherwise, they need to act as the fiduciary over that trust property because I don't know anything about any trust. Mm-hmm. Again, living men don't use trust. Yeah, I, I'm not missing. I'm not out of the country. I didn't leave my the keys to the kingdom with anybody. I have them right here. Mm-hmm. I'm still breathing. God's still with me. I'm not even sure who this Jesus character is or who came up with that idea. Yeah. But that character, if you hang me with that character, that's a trespass. Because that character well, is not you, part of my that character is not part of my story, Linda, is my point. No. Right. Well, and truth doesn't need trust. Truth Tell is. me why. Truth is. Well, fertilization happens. That's truth. It doesn't you don't have to trust that's true. It is. Do I need to trust anybody to be sitting here? No. No. <laughs> I don't. In spite of their stories, in, st- in spite of their nonsense, in spite of their efforts to kill me, I'm still sitting here. In spite of their desire to steal my shit, uh, I don't, and I don't know who they are. I honestly don't. Mm-mm. Kurt, it's the Illuminati. Kurt, it's the Jesuits. Kurt, it's, 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 it's the mystery schools. I don't know who they are. But whatever they're doing is none of my business. Yeah. I'm going to stick with nature. And so anything that is not of nature is going to be a trespass. Anything that's not of nature is a trespass to me. Yeah. My standard is nature. Wow. Okay, Wikipedia. I'm going to read a little bit out of Wikipedia. Um, It says, trespass is an area of tort, T-O-R-T, law, broadly divided into three groups. Trespass to the person, trespass to chattels, and trespass to land. Look at that. By cutting the umbilical cord... They, they trespassed upon my biology, my person, by creating a title, a birth certificated title, that's a chattel, mm-hmm. and, and, and by looking at mom's biology, that accretion as land, they got all three. Yep. Wow. And yet, and yet, nature doesn't recognize any of those things. Nope. So they they vivisectioned, they they crossed, they cut, they amputated a piece of me, which is a definite trespass upon my person. They created a fictitious chattel that can be trespassed upon, and they're considering the soil, the placental soil, the uterine wall, land. Yeah. So it says trespass is an area of tort law. So I'm going to click on tort real quick just to see what it says. And here it is. 
Tell me what you see right off the bat. Tort is a civil. Civil is means it's part of the fiction. It says a tort is a civil wrong. Tort is a civil wrong that causes a claimant to suffer loss or harm, resulting in legal liability for the person who commits the tortious act. But it says it's a civil wrong. Yeah, yeah. But the civil. civil Tell me why the civil. Why the go beyond that? Tell me what civil actually is. How does civil even get created? Um. Through, it gets created by the cut. It gets created through a civil calendar character. Oh, civil calendar. It's the civil calendar, which is the Gregorian yes. calendar. The character born to that calendar is a civil character. The civil yes. character only exists because of the cut. Yes. So the birthday is for the civil character. Yes, yes. And so look what the Torah says. A tort is a civil wrong. So it implies there has to be the timeline calendar. A birthday. A birthday. A birthday. Mm-hmm. So now you go back to trespass. It's an area of tort law. So now trespass, they're tr- they, they've brought it into civil society. Yeah. Which is based upon a civil calendar character. What happens if you get in front of that? What happens if then, you go all the way back to fertilization? Then none of that is my business. I, it, it isn't my business. Anyway, so what I did is, is because I know that my biology is my person. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the personality of, of the father, the zygote. And, and my, as the offspring of the zygote, embryo, fetus, baby, and now man, mature man, I, I may add. The, the mature man that's here talking about this stuff is a product of the zygote, the offspring of the mm-hmm. zygote, which is yep. the personality of the father. Yes. So the biology is the personality. It's, it's the person itself. It's my body. Yeah. It says trespass to the person. I'm, down, I'm just down a little ways. So it says there are three types of trespass, the first of which is trespass to the person. Whether intent is a necessary element of trespass to the person varies by jurisdiction. Under English decision, intent is required to sustain a trespass to the person cause of action. In the absence of intent, negligence is the appropriate tort. In other jurisdictions, gross negligence is sufficient to sustain a trespass to the person, such as when a defendant negligently operates an automobile and strikes the plaintiff with great force, blah, blah, blah. Again, once you get and you understand the personality in the person. It eliminates all fictions. Mm-hmm. All fictions. And, and, and even the, the, the concept of a fiction being attached to you and acted upon is a trespass. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't attach even a civil character because the civil character only exists because of an initial trespass with the cutting of the umbilical cord. Yeah.
The civil well, character it, only exists because of an initial trespass, a violent trespass of the cutting of the umbilical cord. Without the cutting of the umbilical cord, there would be no civil calendar character. Right. Well, and it says in that sentence section up at the top, trespass to a person historically involves six separate trespasses. Threats, assault, battery, wounding, mayhem, or maiming, and false imprisonment. It says historically. Yeah. So it involves the dead person. It, it, it involves history. Yes, history. Whereas if I am whole in the present... But it does say six separate trespasses. Threats, assault, battery, wounding, mayhem, and false imprisonment. By the way, all of those are predicated upon my belief in, in the birthday. Yes. So what's really funny is we're being punished by our erroneous claim <coughs> upon a birth certificated uh, bundle bundle veto maternal bundle yeah we're doing it all they're just doing what we tell them to do we got another one that's insane let's uh let's help them along so i think that when you really start to understand all the way down that's when it gets weird yeah because all the way down eliminates it eliminates everything it, it, i mean even the word trespass i mean it is a trespass but they're saying okay. trespass has some civil aspect to it so really we're going to the ultimate wrong yeah the original maiming and mayhem the, the, yeah the original cut which mm-hmm. gives rise to the civil character, the birth certificated yeah. character, evidences the initial trespass, the initial violence. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by, by being a pacifist that is uh, unaccepting of violence, the, the pacifism itself allows me to move in, a pla- in places that, that nobody else can go. Mm-hmm. As a pacifist, these guys have to do their job. I mean, think about that. They really do. They have to, hey, listen, you know, I, I can't take sides because there are none. Yeah. There are no sides for me. I'm, it's just one singular lifetime. So there are no sides. There's no beginning for me and no end. I mean, think about a, a beach ball. Right? Yeah. We, we, tell me where the beginning of the beach ball is. How about this? Tell me where the left side of the beach ball is. <laughs> there isn't one. How about the top? Mm-mm. See, as, as you're allowing this ball to just rotate and do whatever, there is no left side. There is no top. That's your life. Mm-hmm. There's no left. There's no right. There's just all. And when you really start to understand the difference between the, your origin. Now, 
if you want to say your origin is the zygote, it is. But the story, the origin of the sperm and the origin of the ovum is even prior to that. Yeah. So what you're, when, when you understand the divine proportion, the golden mean, that's not the Fibonacci sequence. Fibonacci and divine proportion are similar but not the same. What's really weird is the divine proportion includes everything before the zygote. The divine proportion includes everything before the zygote. All of yeah. that, both your mom and dad's side and their moms and dad's sides and their moms and dad's sides. So, so the, the divine proportion goes in front of the singular zygote. The zygote is one, but it comes from all the rest. Yes. So the divine proportion is w what I claim. It's called phi, P-H-I. Yeah. The Fibonacci sequence begins at one. And that's where people have to understand nature is of the divine proportion. Yes. If I start with just me, which is actually my singular life, but my singular life, it includes all of the lives in front of me. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad, grandpa, grandma, grandpa, grandpa, all the way back. But mm -hmm. the reality is, is my, mortal, my mortality began at fertilization and will end with my last breath. Yeah. You have to think that reality. I mean, if you really want to look at this kind of a funny way, is... I began at fertilization. Kurt or Curtis began when my mom knew that she was having a baby or a boy. Mm -hmm. And she may not have known that I was a boy in the womb. So really Curtis didn't even get, I didn't get called Curtis until they knew they had a boy, mm -hmm. which would have been out of the womb. Yeah. So there was no Curtis, in my case, let's say, prior to me coming out of the womb. Right. So that's how, I mean, you got to start really thinking clearly about the truth because we're making all the mistakes, we're making all these erroneous claims, and we're suffering because we're intellectually lazy. Mm -hmm. That's all. We need to really start yeah. thinking. Yeah. And and not letting and not letting anybody tell us. Yeah. Anything. Think for yourself. <laughs> Think for yourself. I mean, seriously, this is a self governing potentially mm -hmm. self governing situation, but self governing means all the way. Yeah. You know, when when shit gets hard it doesn't you don't get to go, Okay, I give up. Yeah. Well, you don't get to give up. Yeah. You don't get to give up. Well, it's like saying, okay, it's hard. I'm going to quit breathing. <laughs> well, that's what they've done. They've created an entire fictional realm of children that need to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And to become mature means, really, okay, go to, let's just finish with the word mature. 
because that's a huge word for me. Okay. Go to Webster's. I'm upstairs again, but I want you to read mature because when you see the one that one the ideas of what mature actually means, you'll realize that in order to be when you are finally mature, that's it. They're, they'll, they'll, they won't bother you anymore because there isn't anything for them to do. There's no administrative process for the mature, the mature being. Yeah. Um, mature is, um, number one, based on slow, careful consideration. To well, that, that just sounds like thinking clearly, but anyway, so to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2A1 is having completed natural growth and development. Ripe. Uh, and Does that sound a, like infancy? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going. Um, and then it says having undergone maturation. B is having attained a final or desired state. That's not bad. Think about that. Think about what that says, a final or desired state. If if you have attained a final or desired state, does that sound like more than one state or one state? One state. So there's no several states, is there? So there's no several states, is there? No. No, and that's the whole. Yeah. Knowing I'm whole is a desired state in my world, you know. Right. You, well, I mean, from fertilization to last breath is one single state of existence. Uh-huh. But they're saying that there's an in-the-womb time and an out-of-the-womb time, or there's a, a water state and a dry state or, or whatever, but, or mentally <laughs> different states of existence. No, there's only one for, those, for, for somebody who is mature. Yeah. And that's the present state. Yeah. The present state is all there is for the living. Not two states, not several states, the present state. Yeah. Having achieved a low but stable growth rate. Of relating to or being an older adult, elderly. Of or relating to a condition of full development. Mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, go to go to full real quick. Just tell me what full means. Okay. I mean, I know what it means, but I want to hear it. Okay. Full, <clears throat> containing as much or as many as is possible or normal. Complete, especially in detail, number, or duration. What do you think about that? Full in duration means time. Mm-hmm. So you're not missing any time in the womb. You're not missing any time out of the womb. You're not missing time. Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny because in the movies where they, they show aliens or alien, alien abduction, well, there's missing time. <laughs> Of course, sir. Yeah. B is lacking restraint, check, or qualification. Um, C is 
having all distinguishing characteristics, enjoying all authorized rights and privileges. Okay, the second one where it says lacking restraint, mm -hmm. that's full, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, all the way, full. All the way, full is lacking restraint, meaning you're not restrained. Mm -hmm. If I put a collar on you and, and, and put a stake in the ground, that's a restraint, isn't it? Mm -hmm. A stake in the ground tied to a rope around your ankle is a restraint. Yeah. You're only able to go as far as that rope allows you. Well, mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're aware of reality, that stuff doesn't occur. You're not bound to anything. You're not tied to the ground. You're not in a fixed position. As, as long as you've got air in your lungs, you're able, you're, your lungs being your sails or your lungs being your wings, as long as there's air in your lungs, spirit, you can soar. You can go. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is all about. Is they've created a world where there is no spirit, which is the bankruptcy, a spiritual bankruptcy. And because it's devoid of spirit, because you're living through a decedent estate with no breath, you have no voice because there's no mm -hmm. air to cross your vocal cords. So all of this stuff is biological. It's all physiological. It's all reality-based. But they get us to believe otherwise. Yeah. Even the word full. I mean, think about that. This is really simple stuff. And and, and maybe that's why I get frustrated so easy is it's so easy. It's so simple. From fertilization to last breath, one life, one unbroken life, no fault. Remember, the cut is a fault. What happens when yeah. you're not at fault? What if you're, you're innocent? Yeah, and, right. Yeah, what if you're, you're innocent, innocent if you're innocent from fertilization on? Then yeah. some real crime has to occur. You're innocent until proven guilty. Well, that, that disappeared the moment... They, they, they created a civil society because now, because of the cut, nobody's innocent. Your innocence is on deposit, so they only give you guilty or not guilty. So again, fertilization right. evidence is innocence, where birthday is, is for the guilty or not guilty. Right. I, I, that's, not, that's not good enough. That's not good mm -hmm. enough for me. No. So D is in full not lacking any essential, perfect. Fertilization in the last breath is perfection. Mm -hmm. Didn't yeah. I start out by saying everybody's perfect? Yep, you did. But, but, again, when you clamp and cut the cord and the baby is out there outside the womb without the rest residue and remainder of his estate, then there's just the body. And, there, yep. and the rest of the estate isn't included, so... That's why they say no body is perfect. Nobody's right. perfect, Kurt. Right. Well, but the entire godly estate is perfection. Yeah. So when you know your entirety, when you know your entire godly estate goes all the way back to fertilization, that's perfect. Yeah. And perfect is A, being entirely without fault or defect. Blah. There it is right there. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. We're, yep. we're identifying our perfect godly estate and um, 
that doesn't require anything because we've always been perfect. We're perfect from the beginning, lowercase, small g, loop tail genesis. Loop tail mm-hmm. g genesis is perfection. Yep. Capital G genesis is original sin. Right. Anything else? Well, it, when you go to flawless, it says, it calls it of a gem stone, free from defects, having no internal flaws. That's the rock. Mm-hmm. The placenta is considered a stone or a rock. And if you go mm-hmm. to the word threshold, you'll realize that it means a stone. I mean, it, it, just to end on a funny note, rock and roll. Yeah. They got everybody talking about rock music or rock and roll or whatever. Well, the rock is, is the placenta. And the role is the registry. The, the registered yep. placenta is rock and roll. Rock and roll. Jeez. And then, of course, when you're out there partying, the party is communism. It's the <laughs> communist party. So rock and roll evidence is you, you're out there partying with rock and roll. There's your community. It's communism. Yeah. Well, it's a separate <laughs> word, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's funny as hell, but, but uh, you know, yeah, it's I never funny understood as hell. the word party. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either. Anyway. I didn't All ever right. participate in the rock and roll either. I didn't know why, though. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I, I always thought it was, I never even liked saying it, you know, no, rock music and, and, and mm-hmm. a rock and roll or whatever. I never liked it because it didn't make any sense to me then. And now it certainly doesn't make any sense. I think it sounds stupid as hell. And, of course, hey, let's go party. Well, who parties? When you hear somebody say, let's go party, I I was so wasted. Right. The the communal property, the the Communist Party property, is the the forgotten afterbirth material, the human waste. Yeah. I'm wasted. Yes. The rock and roll... Evidence is waste. Yes. Forgotten material, material left behind. The, the, the human remains. I'm so wasted. Yeah. The birth certificated character is wasted. It's wasting. It's, yes. it's, 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 it's waste material. And that's the condemned. Yeah. That's what gets condemned. Mm-hmm. And it is literally goddamned. So for everybody that has a religious slant or has, you know, they, they have some religion in their hearts, understand that what I talk about or what you and I are talking about all the time is actually getting back to God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Without a middleman, without a church, without their definitions, pure reality. You get to actually get back to God, the grace of God, whatever you want to say, but you've got to go all the way back to fertilization to get there. Yep. The only way. How about this? Yep, fertilization, not civilization. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, lady, love you. Um, uh, I'll get this up as soon as I get the notes in there. Okay, sounds great. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.